Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Forever. Dog. Trigger warning. If you're easily offended, today's Hauntcast the Fright might not be for you, okay? So, uh, PC police, turn your sirens off. Uh, vice reporters, go eat some avocado toast. And, uh, snowflakes, get melted. It's time for twisted cameos from pop culture figures like Brad Evans, Nick Sorelli, and, yeah, Dr. Evil. This is Bill and Ted's excellent Halloween adventure on Hauntcast the Fry. Welcome to Hauntcast the Fright, a scary-themed podcast event that, much like Universal's Halloween Horror Nights, is spreading into November, devilishly spreading <laughs> past the month of October. Uh, there, that's my justification of why we're still doing this uh, past Halloween. Uh, 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 Mike Carlson is here. Hello. Yeah, and it makes sense because all the other like theme parks do past Halloween. They mm-hmm. go a week past with Horror Nights. They go, I think, with with knots goes like a week past so this makes sense it that we does can... that's why this is yeah. fine there we go uh, uh jason sheridan yeah i had written down like oh are we going to use that justification i for- totally forgot to talk about it before uh this recording of course and so we i'm are. glad we <laughs> just like all silently agreed to that <laughs> that's exactly why if the audience yeah. would like us to keep explaining the justification we're more than happy to i don't think i said my own name which is scott gardner and now I will say the names of our guests. Uh, but first, why they are here. It's a very specific uh, reason. I mean, first of all, they're very, uh, they're very funny, very pr- uh, prolific writers from the UCB Theater in Los Angeles. But also, they are two of the gentlemen who were uh, brave enough to carry the torch uh, or perhaps the skewer uh, in order to keep uh, uh, the today's topic, Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure, going, even though it had been canceled by Universal Studios Hollywood. Uh, you guys did a, uh, a reprise of it at the at the UCB Theater for, for a couple of years. And uh, uh, yes, uh, uh, I'm talking about Brad Evans and Nick Sorelli. Thanks for being here, guys. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Uh, but And thank you for all for your work uh, carrying this <laughs> franchise uh beyond its sad uh, theme park demise yeah without without permission from uh, universal studios <laughs> yeah. or whoever owns the rights to the character yeah whoever yeah. owns bill and ted but they were parodying so many different properties you guys were just carrying on that torch of parodying <laughs> something that you didn't have the rights to <laughs> yeah so that's really what that's the spirit of the show is what i'm saying yeah and carrying on the tradition of uh skirting legality issues in terms of intellectual property rights <laughs> yeah because it I seemed mean. like yeah. you Universal was uh, haunted, uh, fittingly enough, by, like, lawsuit worries. 
Yeah, they were unable to use certain characters in the Bill yeah. and Ted Halloween show because yeah, I mean it should oh, be covered really? by parody law, I think. That's but really, so that so he, I was wrong. So there were like lawsuits. Wait, I, man, I'm gonna learn so on, much today. That's the real. Well, that's seems to one be of like the what they're implying. Yeah, about I, why you can't. They couldn't take photos or video at a certain point from the audience. Yeah, it seemed like there was like a, a certain point where like they were really cracking down on it. That maybe mm. there was like some sort of behind the scenes specific mm. drama or something. Which yeah. was that was bad. All perhaps in the effort to not create PR hubbub. Which ended up happening and ultimately uh, killing off the show. Were mm-hmm. they trying to keep all of the offensiveness uh, hidden, secret? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All the well, sick jokes that they made. What they should do is, and this is getting way ahead of ourselves, but if they do bring it back, they should just do what many popular stand-ups are doing now and having you check your cell phone in a bag. There's a company that has oh, a yeah, special yeah, bag, yeah, yeah. The, uh... and we we'll, can do the Bill and Ted show. It's just that we, <laughs> there will be no footage of it, and you will not be allowed to speak about it. <laughs> yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. The Bill and Ted show is like a stand-up that got kicked out of the mm-hmm. industry. Yeah. You just, it happened. It was, the, years ago. it was the original Me Too. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. show was a Me Too four years before the movement uh, began in earnest. <laughs> yeah. uh, they just yeah. talked to Dave Chappelle. He'll give them the name of that bag company oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be fine oh man the next few years of marin are gonna evolve of like he's gonna stop complaining about when they do the check drop and start complaining about when they do the cell phone drop when they return your cell phone bags to you oh <laughs> is the way this is a Mar- this is a big marin sticking I was gonna point say what is yeah. the uh, oh about com- comedians complaining about comedy clubs like i'm still doing the act and they're passing out the checks for the is this the, the kind of thing drop. that he says in the first 10 minutes of WTF? Because <laughs> if so, thing I, think, I wouldn't know. Uh, uh, it comes up on like stand-up episodes, uh, complaining about the hmm. check drop. Mm-hmm. I don't. I would know what the check drop is if you had said it. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's well, like a- it's similar to how, do you remember when we went to the Pirates Dinner Adventure, mm-hmm. how we're trying to enjoy the pirate show, and yet bills are landing, and they're asking us if we which type of the cake that we brought that yeah, oh, we right, want right. served to us right and it's uh, confusing and we ended up with two desserts mm-hmm. and one of them stayed in my car and jason <laughs> still wanted it jason after the wept. fact jason but wept. i threw it away because it had been in the car let's not reopen old wounds uh, <laughs> right, what have a nice show think of yeah. those poor pirate dinner actors though they're trying to focus and the, the cake drop is what they <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah on the Pirates exclusive uh, podcast, where they talk to past pirate guests and uh, new pirate recruits from this season. Yeah. Um, boy, let's get into the cake drop. Uh, um, hey, but let's, well, here, let's let's talk about this show. I'm not even sure where to begin. I mean, like, basic facts for any listener who doesn't know. Universal Studios does the event Halloween Horror Nights, and they were doing it in Florida long before they were doing it in Hollywood. And a fixture from early on, for I believe 1992 on, was this live Bill and Ted show, uh, um, which I think was less this way in the beginning, but it evolved to become this grand uh, celebration or, uh, or, you know, I guess, uh, you know, the, the an anti celebration <laughs> of pop culture throughout the year uh um and uh you know is it you know it went there it was a little edgier than your typical uh, <laughs> uh, uh theme park material but i guess okay so mm-hmm. was the was the show on your your guys radar 
uh, pre-2013, or was it the article that uh, <laughs> got it uh, <laughs> as part of your fixation? I saw the 2008 Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure with friends when I was in college. We went to Halloween Horror Nights, and mm. I didn't give it a second thought afterwards. I was just like, <laughs> well, this, this, that yeah. was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> My- just the, the tapestry of... Uh, theme park stuff i guess you don't you don't think about it yeah so then five years later it got canceled here in hollywood and i was i was sad that i didn't get to see it more than once probably maybe perhaps not realizing the degree to which it changed every year and that like yeah. you couldn't just see just one that wouldn't give you the full spectrum mm-hmm. like this was a the 20 2008 is not similar at all to 2011 is not similar at all to 1994 yeah, yeah, I think we we were watching some early ones on YouTube. A lot of videos of this Bill and Ted's excellent Halloween adventure are on YouTube uh, in their entirety, despite it saying no uh, no recording is allowed. <laughs> yeah, in a pre bag era, this this was uh, uh, possible. But, um, but it, it seems like at first it's like just general movie characters are coming in. Like, yeah, it, it's just like the Blues Brothers are coming out, <laughs> and uh, uh, the Terminator like came universe, up frequently. Yeah, yeah, universal characters that were already associated with the park. Yeah, that's yeah. how it started more. Yeah, it's just yeah, but yeah, but it, and yeah, and it seemed like there were a lot of in the early days, like the DeLorean opens, but then it's not Doc Brown. The yeah, show yeah. Seems mm-hmm. obsessed in general with fake outs somebody it's, arriving who you think it'll be and then it is someone who's Mulder and scully like yep. six months six years into the x-files run. <laughs> yeah they, and they scully. did it with with scooby-doo they have the the mystery machine come out B- and Bill like, and Ted get out of the mystery and machine. they're like the green smoke comes out yeah of the machine. oh they're wow. like we ate too many scooby snacks Green smoke? Yeah. Yeah, you it's know weed. Weed yeah. does. No, weed is green smoke. The weed smoke. color. <laughs> yeah. The weed I mean, color I'm not, green. I'm not doing the right stuff, apparently. <laughs> uh, um, but, you know, not to jump around too much in, in, in time in the history of this, but like kind of like you said, you saw it in 2008, didn't really register with you as anything good or bad, <laughs> yeah. and then an article in Vice came out that sort of blew this whole thing wide open uh i don't have the the headline in front of me it was by by a writer uh, uh, jamie tate uh but the it essentially alludes to that it's is it this this show is extremely uh homophobic and <laughs> racist and uh, misogynist and all that uh this uh article got a lot of attention probably less people being upset about it and more like really that's what they do there and <laughs> yeah. uh and universal had to issue a statement and people weren't happy with the statement and then they for that season with a couple weeks to go canceled the show entirely and uh never to return in mm-hmm. hollywood it kept yeah. going in orlando it but kept not- going in orlando because the braying hordes of florida were just like more please <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah so so this sort of uh, it, it got it got all this notoriety for that reason which then you know I, what probably in a couple years like 2015 you guys started doing this this UCB show that sort of imagines what it would have been had they done it that year. Yeah, if it kept coming. Yeah, we yeah. wrote it with our friends Joe Quazala and Chris Stevens, and they they played Bill and Ted. There's some very funny Chicago. Yeah, yeah, we were just we were like at like a party, uh, like in spring of that year, just talking about it, and we were just kind of like, oh, it would be fun to just do that show <laughs> and then like i think one of them emailed us and we were like hey should we actually do this and we <laughs> did it wow wow and yeah. this was like no small feat this was essentially like a, a play that you wrote 
yeah, every ju- year <laughs> just <laughs> to do one time. We just <laughs> to do one scene. We would meet yeah. with 30 people in the y- cast playing yes. multiple <laughs> characters. Yeah, I remember, yeah, this. Uh, we, we would be up after the first year we were up after this UCB show, Ask Cat, and it had, like, the UCB founders were there, and we just had, like, 60 people backstage <laughs> who, like, we couldn't get to shut the fuck up, and you could just hear them echoing into the theater, just dis- <laughs> yeah. disrupting, like, a, a, a comedy show that uh, isn't just... Uh, you know, making fun of a, a deceased theme park show, <laughs> but, but yeah, we did we did it for three years. Ours was called Bill and Ted's Spooky Halloween Spooftacular. <laughs> um, oh, you uh, you amended it to make it a little more. You've, yeah. You skewered the title. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we title's so you know. It's it's right there. <laughs> it's right there for you. We 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 spoofed the title. That's I, one point I want to get across about the military <laughs> Universal show. I wouldn't say it's parodying or you know satire. This is this these are spoofs. This is like <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. much like like scary movie or uh, Meet the Spartan. Like it's that, but live. It is so much the the Friedberg Setzer mm-hmm. school of comedy. Uh, the where it's not where the 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 parody is that a character shows up that he's there is the like we we spoofed Austin Powers. By having him walk in and say, <laughs> say the things people things. like. Yes. I'm yes. wondering if that's why there were legal t- worries because it's like, well, there isn't really any <laughs> There's no parody. Take. There's no exploration <laughs> of the ideas. There's no connecting it to other ideas. There was There's no yeah. commentary. The big thing no. with parody no. law. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I was just dealing with a boring issue where, like, we couldn't show the the concept art of a building in Saudi Arabia that will be the build the biggest building in the world. When, but we could show it if we said like it looks bad or it might collapse in the Saudi Arabian <laughs> sand. That was a lawyer's suggestion. Really? Uh, yeah, so that. That makes it okay, but we couldn't just show we couldn't show the building and say this is a building being built. It had to be commented on in mm. some way. You had to, yeah, you had to parody. Yeah, there's parody laws, but there's no spoof yeah. laws. Yeah, the, <laughs> these studios are just begging for a, a take on Austin Powers. They're just like, what, like you know, you can do Austin Powers, but like, what do you have to say about this guy? Yeah. <laughs> so he's what is funny it mean for our culture? Yeah, what is it? <laughs> what is the definition of the word spoof? As opposed to parody. As opposed to parody. Like, is there actually a, dif- a difference if I looked it up? I don't know. Mm. I'd be curious. It feels like it's a combination of two different words, but I don't think it is. It in and of itself is. It's an onomatopoeia in that it is doing its own purpose. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. with, by sounding so silly. Oh, is it the is the word goof part of the word spoof? Hmm. Yeah, I think it's a way. It's they are the word spoof is parodying the word goof. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're already so far down yeah, the rabbit it's hole. Spoo- it's spooky. <laughs> remind, combined with goofane. <laughs> it's a spooky goof. <laughs> yeah, can we just say what 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 would be a spoof? I would say all like the Wayans Brothers movies are spoofs. Mm-hmm. The airplane movies are spoofs. I would say are Naked Guns spoofs. I would consider those spoofs. Those are spoofs, but they're not parodies. Of, but like, wasn't it also a parody <laughs> of a disaster movie like Airplane? Uh, yeah, like airport. Right. They're like seventy seven through seventy nine or whatever. A spoof is just like a dumber parody. Like it is just like a dumber parody. Of I a have thing. a mm-hmm. I have a definition mm-hmm. noun: a humorous imitation of something, typically a film or a particular genre of film in which its characteristic features are exaggerated for comedic effect. Mm. So it sounds like Bill and Ted isn't even a spoof. <laughs> You don't like think they don't so? exaggerate yeah. anything. They don't exaggerate oh, the, so much. Yeah, true. And Bill and Ted themselves kind of do what they did right. in the movie. I think it verges I think there are spoof moments because right. for example, the real Lindsay Lohan would not do a big line of blow 
uh, <laughs> with a bit of thundering echoous or uh, e- echoing, uh, uh, you know, sucking sound, and then say Lindsay likey. <laughs> That's um, true. Maybe, that maybe I'm wrong though. Yeah. I might seen, be wrong about that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah that <laughs> might have come from a real story from someone who knows. Yeah. That is a scene yeah. in the canyons. The canyons starring Lindsay Lohan and yeah. James Dean. Who can forget the canyons? Who canyons? can forget the canyons? Pa- yes, from from Paul Schrader, from a, a very good director. This this odd porn movie. Um, yeah, I, I I watched about five of these uh, uh, from YouTube, and uh, it got to the point where watching the one from the year two thousand, uh, when the crocodile hunter shows up to save Britney Spears from being attacked by Sabretooth <laughs> from the X Men, I at that point it lowered my expectations so much i wrote this is at least a connection like this was at (laughs) least connecting some disparate ideas and then the rock shows up and (laughs) and beats up saber tooth the rock that would not obviously not the actual rock but uh just like when he shows up at a real wrestling show the rock got a huge pop Mm -hmm. from the audience Mm -hmm. just from his music playing and the guy walking down the aisle. And oh, then a lot of these audiences seem confused that it's like not the real person. Maybe it's like tourists. They're at Hollywood, but like, yeah, the guy that comes out as the rock, people go like insane. Yeah. For him. Yeah. yeah. And mm. kiss shows up in a few of them. Yep. And there is one, there's a very funny one. I think it's the same year, 2001, where a guy is commenting as he's videotaping and he seems to be very horny. <laughs> and he went, that's Kiss! <laughs> oh. Which also, that may actually have been Kiss. It was like the the fourth generation Kiss members. It, it could have been Kiss. I, I bet it's real. not Kiss. I bet it's not Kiss, it's too. Probably not. But <laughs> they they do the show Gene's, five times a night for weeks. Yeah, yeah, Gene Simmons doesn't like to do stuff like that for free or little money. That's true. So. Yeah, yeah, but it's possible it's some weird iteration where like it's all it's one of their cousins and then three hired guns. Yeah, <laughs> um, I yeah, the, I felt the same way with one that I the only one I watched in full was 2007. So at the end, you get an Avril Lavigne lookalike performing the song "Girlfriend," and I I got the same feeling from the audience that they're like she gets a cheer and like is that Avril Lavigne? Oh, wow, mm-hmm. which that being like if you believed the reality of this. Like in a what way, a show. like a, yeah, you got <laughs> yeah. Avril Lavigne showed up to only sing the chorus of her song and then left, <laughs> and also the real uh, Gerard Butler <laughs> from Three Hundred showed up and said is, and the the real cheerleader from Heroes. That's a really bizarre thing of the the of mine. Maybe I think we probably all have our own to to show and tell the, the fact that heroes was prominently featured in 2007 inexplicable today and there the one big runner was a guy walks out with like big furry eyebrows he looks like animals were pressed onto his face and then it's it's like mumble explained that that's supposed to be one of the actors in heroes who apparently huh. had thick eyebrows <laughs> oh yeah. maybe the horned rim glasses guy he didn't who have glasses, though. Oh, he didn't have. Oh, okay. Who was? Um, am I? Is this a wild leap that I'm wrong about? Is Zachary Quinto in Heroes? Yeah, that yeah. was like his but, break. Yeah. Yeah, that was his big break. I think yeah. that's who it is. I think they're saying okay. he has big, thick eyebrows. Uh, I was spoofing his eyebrows. I was yeah. thinking, like the first thing I thought of was, was Peter Gallagher, but I don't think he was on Heroes. I don't think he, he was, was on the OC. Yeah. He was on the OC, but he has very prominent eyebrows. Yeah, eyebrows. yeah. But yeah I don't yeah. think Quinto is eye- unless they're thinking he's he wasn't Spock yet, right? No, no. no. 
but who has prominent eyebrows in of itself. He had a he had a very specific look in that show. Let me see how his eyebrows looked. <laughs> they could have just been making fun of the general idea of eyebrows. Mm-hmm. For, <laughs> yeah, maybe they were like eyebrows. of twenty of. 2007. Yeah, yeah what just... were the 2007 eyebrow trends? Because right now, mm. thick brows are very on trend. My mom, yeah, though, people... told me that I need to uh, tweeze mine. This is true. She said I have two, uh, it's too, they're too bushy. I don't but think I agree. Right you, they seem fine. They, they seem normal from here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Everyone says I am I and everyone's like... eyebrows. Right. I don't see anything weird going on. I guess he has <laughs> a lot of great sets of eyebrows. I guess Quinto has a lot of eyebrow. Yeah, that's yeah, a lot the, of yeah, That's pretty, it's, it's pretty prominent. Brow. But that's yeah. a, I mean, that's a reach. That's it, like it a got pro- a laugh. A, yeah. Like everyone in the audience agreed. Oh yeah, that hero. We all know his big, his big eyebrows. Was there a running joke on heroes about his eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, but it is weird. It is weird. Like just the thing going back and watching these Bill and Ted shows online. The things that you're like, was this even popular at the time? I, right. Heroes, I think what, but we we it watched was. heroes was it got fucked up by the writers' str- like that was a show mm-hmm. that oh. like got. Messed up by the writer's strike. Also, uh, if anyone remembers, a couple years ago, Heroes came back for like 10 episodes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember this. Yeah. With yeah. Henry Zabrowski from uh, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell, right? Oh, oh wow. He was okay. in... Yeah. Wow. Well, interesting. Well, Ben, Bill and Ted today could have spoofed the return of Heroes, <laughs> but Vice, I guess, doesn't want that. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> too extreme for Vice Magazine. Yeah, the, but these shows were all all excuse me only taking place at the horror nights. Yeah, mm-hmm. right at, at night when maybe people were looser, they were a little drunker, mm-hmm. very drunk. Maybe I don't know the history of alcohol at Universal Hollywood. Some well, someone told us there is limited alcohol at Hollywood now, and that the Orlando one is is much more tame with alcohol now. Oh, but it used to be like a free for all. Yeah, when my friend, uh, my friend and her family went uh, when we were in high school, and she said her she was like sixteen, and her parents were just buying margaritas for them and one for her, and wow. no one cared or paid attention. <laughs> As opposed to you, at in Orlando, got super carded to where yeah. you couldn't get. The- the woman at the Margaritaville Margaritaville stand, though, was willing to look at the picture of my uh, passport on my phone and give oh, me a margarita. She played ball. So she played mm-hmm. ball, but the people at Disney were making my friend buy me drinks. Because uh, uh, when I went to Orlando in March, my driver's license was expired. So oh. there were many places who would not serve me alcohol, despite the fact that I'm a gray-haired 34-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> With facial hair. With facial hair. And, brows, and prominent brows. Yeah. They can't be Way too, too bushy brows. Yeah, if you get those brows, uh, you know, some work done on them, you might not be able to yeah. get booze anymore. <laughs> I look too young. Yeah. That's what my mom wants, though. Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. So I don't want to drink her. And with your hat now, yeah. with your Beastie Boy hat. And mm-hmm. your, I whatever. would love to come over one day and you had incredibly thin eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, I tried something it's new. Like, and I guess well, I just I, have to wait it out. I finally mm. listened to mom. Finally, <laughs> finally listened mom, to mom. This is for you, mom. mom. This is for you, mother. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy. Mommy. <laughs> Here's, um, okay, my overall, because I assume that what this will turn into is saying all of the things that we found mm. that happened in the show, so which excited. is remarca- a <laughs> remarkable thing to do. Like, I just, like, copy and pasting sections from billandted.org and thanks for passing that our way bread <laughs> no problem like these just just reading these synopses without affect is is insane but i i truly like i was starting to go through it 
year by year. And then I broke. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I was doing it today and I'll save the moment when I broke. That's just a tease for later. But there was something I, you know, <laughs> like, I, I guess I, I, I admittedly woke up this morning, not, not, not feeling great, a little like sleep hazy and, and teetering on, do I go back to bed? And then there was one thing I read that was like, I'm getting back in the bed and I took a nap. I like this, the, these synopses wore me out. And in general, Jason and I talked about this too, that sometimes the research for these episodes is a pleasure. Something like Star Tours, which we love so much. Like, you know, my wife and I at home were like, oh, you know, I need to watch more Star Tours stuff. You want to watch it while we eat dinner? Oh, yeah, totally. And we watch specials and it's fun. And oh, remember yeah. this? This thing, it came up. I was like, oh, do you want to? I need to watch Bill and Ted stuff. And she was like, uh, you know what? No. And I was like, yeah, I know. No, I'm sorry I asked. I don't, I can't, I can't make you live with that in your own home. I, these things are, so, they're so headache inducing, all yeah. of these shows. Did, Aaron, did you take you off your wedding ring after I asked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until this episode has passed, I don't want to associate with you. Um, me, me and Nick loved researching this one, but we're <laughs> psychopaths. Yeah, we're, we, you we don't have a high tolerance. Insane. You are very good at curating this sort of uh trash like this sort of, i don't know how to describe the 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 elements of our culture uh you guys wrote a web series uh directed by our very own scott hey. garner called death valley tween fest mm -hmm. which is a very funny critique of like the current you know youtuber culture social media culture and it's oh, now you. you can now watch. It is now available to watch. Where is on, it available on YouTube on, and, on fa and Facebook, Facebook watch. watch? It's now a Facebook watch series yeah. at Facebook.com/slash/TweenFest. Uh, <laughs> uh, it doesn't episodes. matter where you see it, as long as look at the shows. The show's so much uh, funnier than all of the the lame platforms it's on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If people very... send you, are you guys like a blank DVD, will you burn it and then send it back to them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah well, definitely. Okay. Do bootleg. Uh, yeah, yeah eBay, you... eBay sales of Queenfest. <laughs> but for that show, yeah, you you guys made me aware of a lot of the horrors of because it, yeah, it's a show kind of like I kept describing it as like all of the worst components of of 2016 influencer culture. Mm -hmm. All like get into a, a giant collision in the in the insufferable heat of the desert, uh, uh, and, and it's like there's so much like so much horror you guys were aware of, and like mm -hmm. too much even to fit into the show. <laughs> yeah, what was the one thing? Oh, because a big uh, 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 Drew Tarver, the listeners might know from other podcasts and such, uh, is very very funny as a character who is a a. Um, uh, oh, wait, wait, what's the term? The, uh, social, uh, does social uh, experiment. Social experiment. Social experiment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's based off Fousey Tube and Joe, uh, Joey Salad. <laughs> <laughs> like, see, what it, like, these words. I, I recognize it, these words. But they're very, but not. Pop, although, but your, your whole thing on our podcast is you're yeah. the one who's up on the current youth trend. You're the I one am. who knows the yeah. most of the three of us. Yeah, and, and to me, this... Even I have far. my limits, but then when <laughs> the I do Joey look at this stuff, yeah, far. you're right. Mil millions of views. Uh, my one of my favorite things on on Death Valley Tweet Fest is the Dabble Dudes, uh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> which are a parody of the Buzz former BuzzFeed uh, try guys, the try, the guys. try guys. Yeah, and now anytime I see the try guys in like the trades or stuff, I just go like, do they mean the dabble dude? And I'm like, oh no, the dabble dudes they are the fake ones. <laughs> you mixed yeah. it up in your brain. They dabble in different things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. start dabbling in wearing high heels and stuff, you know, doing girl stuff and then it's uh, <laughs> uh and then and then it becomes you know getting lizard brains and uh uh and uh face what tattoos. else happens face tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Replacing their uh, blood with the hot the, sauce. Their sweat glands. <laughs> their sweat glands with hot sauce. Yeah. Hot sauce. Uh, yeah, cannibalism. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Check out Tweenfest, by the way. Uh, in, in in general, I was going to say at the end, but also of note for any theme park fans out there, because uh, I was very excited to get to work with John Michael Higgins, who stars in the show, who uh, has done many wonderful things, all the Christopher Guest films. But to me, will always be the guy who explains what's going to happen to you in Test Track. Uh, and I got <laughs> yeah. to ask him about Test Track. I feel like it's not my story to tell, uh, uh, but I got to hear all the great behind-the-scenes Test Track scoops, and uh, it was a blast. Yeah, yeah, um, but, but yeah, we love we love garbage. Stuff. I don't know. I just I just yeah. like to feel feelings, you know. I, I like good stuff and bad stuff. The okay <laughs> stuff is the stuff I avoid. I, yeah, you do have very good taste, both of you. Oh, thanks. oh thank and, you. But then, conversely, Love you're also roll. great at finding just these wonderful disasters. I, I think what's also like fascinating about the Bill and Ted show is that, like, the monotony of of every single year, where it is like the exact same thing over and over again, and like the same characters come back, and like the it's the same sort of like beats that they follow. That there is just some sort of just kind of like I don't know. There's like a dread and just like having to watch the same thing over and over again. <laughs> as oh, it just... oh yeah. Well, what are the what are the what are the components that do recur every year? Because your guys' fictionalized show also had the same things. But there's like the like the obvious all the references change. But there's like the plot tent poles that are always the same. Yeah, I mean so, some of the things they do every year in the show we couldn't do because it would make our show too uh, unwatchable. <laughs> but but the, they basically they open every year with like a warning being like this show is naughty and get out of here if you're offended. Yeah, so yeah. No you, photography and their sexy dancers coming. Yeah, if you don't like getting horny, leave. If, if, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you don't like racism. <laughs> yeah, they they just put it all out there. It's yeah. uh, uh the original trigger warning. Yeah, yeah. By the it, it really was. Like, 2000 or something but um, yeah they start with a dance number they always end with a big dance number the dance and the dance number it's uh it's not comedy usually it's usually just a bunch of sexy uh buff men and women <laughs> yeah it's like whatever like the sexiest men and women pop culture figures of that year come out and then they're they're dancing they dance mm. for a while it's just a weird show because they they bring in they get you horny and then they make you laugh. <laughs> then they get you horny again. Yeah. Then you lose yeah. in the park. It's bookended just... by these incredible. By the end of the run of this, these dance numbers were incredibly long. Yeah. Mm, yes. Yeah. Totally. Many we, we many just... songs, uh, and that have bizarre like in the in the 2007 one. Uh, you just get a performance of "Fight for Your Right to Party." Yeah, you just get the full mm -hmm. Beastie Boys song, but it's three guys who come out in the intergalactic wardrobe, not the <laughs> '80s Beastie Boys. Which I guess so. That's I guess that's the spoof component. What if we put them in different clothes that they also wore? <laughs> some um, of yeah. the costumes are good, and some of them are very bad. Mm -hmm. and, what is, what's your favorite costume? I don't know. It's all just a morass, right? Oh, I like the Mr. Birds. Oh, okay. Mr. Birds. Next Mr. level. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Let, here, let's let's say this then. There is always one of the components every year is that there is a, a concerted villain, mm -hmm. yeah. perhaps multiple villains, but I, it seems like typically a primary, you know, alpha villain. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yes, and, and this could be... Uh, uh, the, the, yeah, this could be a very scary character, or it could be a a, a funny villain like uh, The Simpsons, Mister Burns. Uh, what, what, let's 
here we can we can go all the all out of order. What 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 happens in this Mr. Burns year? Uh, that's the the two thousand one Orlando. That yeah, Mr. Burns is the villain. It's uh, the the villain will always <laughs> yeah. come out will come out and say this big evil plan they have involving Bill and Ted. Show they're gonna like take over the world using the theme park show and using and, their using their time traveling. Uh, phone booth against them. Yes. But they don't really... It doesn't seem to be that they time travel. No, they, no. they don't use... The weird thing about the Bill and Ted Halloween show is it, nothing Halloween-based happens in it at all. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there's not too much Bill and Ted stuff aside from they host it and they have a phone booth. Yeah, and then they, yeah. say, and they say 69. They say 69. Like they the say one. 69 so much. That always yeah. comes back. Uh, Bill and Ted introducing themselves, like in the movies, mm. happens at the beginning of every show and the audience... Cheers! Yeah, just at that, and I feel like your guys' show at UCB was was good at pointing out that like, does anyone remember these movies that way? Like, I feel like <laughs> the sequel, the second one came out in ninety one, which was when this show started, right? Yeah, close yeah, to, yeah, close yeah, to. and I feel like by ninety three, ninety four, we had all kind of like checked out on Bill and Ted. Yeah, and right. Wayne and Garth, despite having come technically later than. Bill and Ted he had a much bigger pop cultural footprint. Is a much mm-hmm. more quality holds up mm-hmm. film. Does not have uh, yeah. Much... All, doesn't have all the f words in it. And I don't yeah. mean f u c k. I mean the other f mm-hmm. word. Yeah, yeah the, much Anthony. more endearing characters. Uh, 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 Wayne and Garth, uh, but, but as all... to Bill and Ted, who love to say gay slurs at the drop <laughs> yeah. of a hat. Yeah, yeah. I would also just say though that it would be very weird if Wayne and Garth were hosting a Universal Horror Nights show in 2017. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weirder yes. to you, you think? Because it's a more like guarded property. It would be weirder, I feel like. Yeah, I think you're right. But NBC Universal owns it. Every now and then, there's stuff that shows up in this where it's like the ambiguously gay duo yes. shows up, mm-hmm. and I'm right. like, well, that they don't have to because they own it. But then they're just again, they're just anytime a comedy person shows up, like they're just doing the lines that worked in the movie, like when Shrek shows up. He like farts, <laughs> like that's it. Like, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. They just it's like it's like cover it's cover band stuff. It's like yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. The scream, the the killer from Scream goes what's up, which I'm pretty sure is right from Scary Movie. Yeah, he, he has yeah. the same mask. With it is the like it's, out. it's Scary yeah. Movie uh, killer guy. They yeah. took a thing from a spoof and did that. Yeah, I yeah. think it was already they, a parody. <laughs> this stuff drives me insane it honestly is kind of my like origin story of being a a comedy writer because i remember very specifically that i like there was some like class skit project in ninth grade (laughs) and i had worked hard on an original skit that did not you know that was about whatever we were doing in social studies (laughs) and it did not go over terribly well but I was satisfied because it was original. And mm-hmm. then the most popular kid in school went up and said, yeah, baby. And everyone <laughs> in the classroom cheered. And I like, I, I still remember it. I remember the point of view I had in the classroom when it happened, how angry it made me. I still, things like this make me as angry today. <laughs> like the idea that you don't have this rule, anyone who doesn't have this rule in their brain, you cannot do a comedy 
comedy thing and get the laugh that someone else thought of. It's <laughs> mm. not allowed, but it's becoming allowed more and more. We're breaking norms as we are in Washington in the comedy world. <laughs> uh. Norms are being broken as well, and we need to stick with the norms. Yeah. Hey, I try to uh, coaching improv or sketch students. I am anytime they're like there is an improv scene about improv or like a sketch about I'm like, hey, okay, maybe maybe don't do this. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because it's it's just it just becomes a circle it just becomes a, the snake eating its own tail. And yeah. it's not fulfilling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I really feel like like uh, the, the 2016 election broke everyone's like brains, and now the like mainstream comedy kind of is doing this Bill and Ted cover band <laughs> comedy type of thing. Something like Samantha B was singing Zendaya is Michi last week. Like <laughs> SNL did Meet the Parents. Just, like Meet what? the Parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh you yeah, the, the Robert Mueller Meet the Parents. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're getting the laugh off of Robert De Niro <laughs> saying "You fucker." Like that you are taking your laugh from something a different yeah. comedy from 20 years ago not allowed not the norms yeah or like yeah melissa mccarthy doing uh, uh the matt foley character as an l40 it's just like this is what the bill and ted show is but with famous people and that's what mainstream comedy yeah is and sometimes now scott i very much relate to that like mm-hmm. that like the uh, uh, stress and anger of like trying to make an original. It's like yeah. God, this is draft eight of something. And it's like well, it's, we've already Corey, the guy's got to fall down this way and this line. The rhythm needs to be like da 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 da. And then yeah, someone goes out and and goes like uh, yeah. Do I make you horny, baby? Mm. <laughs> then mm. people cheer in the streets. I mean, honestly, I find this in a weird way. I find when people get a laugh out of saying grab him by the pussy or dance around the phrase grab him by the pussy in a way aren't they like using trump's writing (laughs) aren't you like in a weird way getting a laugh off of something he said to be funny that obviously is very offensive and awful but isn't that like if you're all the joke you're doing is just saying grab him by the pussy it's just recognizing the reference yeah Yeah. like trump himself is trump in a weird way is like austin powers (laughs) He's like a fake, <laughs> the big character yeah. that, that just happens to be marching man. around yeah. the real yeah. world. Mm-hmm. Um, or like Kofefe, well, Kofefe, I guess, was an accident on his part. Maybe. We'll never we'll know. Never we'll never know. know. With his he mysterious yeah. follow-up tweet. Um, but yeah, I know. Uh, all this, we, yeah, we have the same gene of this making our, our heads explode. And, and your guys' show, when you would do it at UCB, there was a level of there was more commentary there was more like self-awareness and irony to it which i yeah. was saying to you guys last night like these bill and ted show if they had just been a little a little more irony a little more self-awareness it would have just been a ucb variety like show yeah it would have mm-hmm. just and brad you had said like these are at least consistent <laughs> like these are consistent <laughs> yeah and they're they're very short they're very fast-paced they're very <laughs> fast-paced yeah it's a more satisfying show than a lot of uh, <laughs> live comedy shows i've seen <laughs> in los angeles yeah uh, uh one of my favorite things in i think it was in the 2016 one uh uh or maybe it was 2017 but mm-hmm. i forget whether it was bill and ted just turns to the audience after some 
disaster thing of the year and just went, our culture is good and must be preserved. (laughs) And, like, I think about that all the time. (laughs) All the time. Especially, like, yeah, with the broken brain comedy, Mm -hmm. with just, like, comedians, like, referring to... It's like, I don't call him Donald Trump. I call him... 45 and i'm like yeah. oh shoot me in the fucking head <laughs> oh boy or other here without name checking anything there are uh, there are, okay john oliver does the drum thing. he calls trump drum yes there's other comedy that uses drump as a joke but he, you didn't think he of that. The John Oliver yeah, Show that thought of a, that. Drunk yeah. is not up for grabs. You don't get to build on the joke of drunk. <laughs> um, this is uh, this is the highest horse uh, we could be on. <laughs> yeah. But I feel I'm so happy to vent about uh, all of these things. Yeah. And look, by getting into this area of of spoofs and goofs, mm-hmm. we get to we're, we're getting to air these grievances. So Bill and Ted's doing us a real service. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Bill and Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Bill and Ted. <laughs> I am so excited to tell you about a lovely meal kit delivery service that I'm obsessed with. It's called HelloFresh. HelloFresh shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can cook, eat, and enjoy. My favorite HelloFresh meal is the balsamic fig chicken. It's very, very awesome, and I made it, which is pretty amazing, in the place that I live, my home. All right, here's how it works. There are three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family. Forget planning dinner, spending money on takeout at 10 p.m., or worrying about gathering ingredients week after week. All the ingredients come pre-measured in handy-labeled meal kits, so you know which ingredients go with what recipe. It's easy. The recipes are simple, and the instructions are outlined on pictured step-by-step cards, so it's like super hard to screw it up, which is good for me. Spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping each week, and get that time back to do more of what you love. Most recipes take only 30 minutes, so you can listen to Podcasts to Ride, like you can listen to one-fifth an episode of Podcasts to Ride while you prepare your meal. And HelloFresh is a subscription service, so your meals come to you week after week, just when you need them. Okay, so here, we have a very special offer for all you Podcasts to Ride listeners out there. For a total of $60 off, that comes to $20 off your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com slash ThemePark60 and enter promo code ThemePark60. That's HelloFresh.com slash ThemePark60 and enter promo code ThemePark60 for $60 off HelloFresh. Alright guys, I want to talk to you about a new product called Eero Plus. Eero Plus is like a new Wi-Fi system that's designed to provide simple, reliable security that defends all your home's devices against a growing number of threats, such as malware, spyware, phishing attacks, as well as unsuitable content. The combination of Eero with Eero Plus provides complete protection for your network and all the devices, and those who use them, as they connect to the internet. Okay, so what's included in Eero? Total network protection. Eero Plus offers the ability to block malicious and unwanted content across your entire network. Advanced security. You know, by checking the sites you visit against a database of millions of known threats, Eero Plus prevents you from accidentally visiting malicious sites without slowing anything down. Content blocking. Eero Plus automatically tags sites that contain violent, illegal, or adult content so you can choose what your kids can and cannot visit right in the Eero app. Ad blocking. Get rid of annoying ads and pop-ups on all your devices. Ad blocking also improves load times for ad-heavy sites so you can browse and stream faster than ever before, including third-party security apps, VPN protection from Encrypt.me, password management from 1Password, antivirus software from Malwarebytes. 
Here's the thing. The single router model just doesn't work for an increasingly high bandwidth world. It's simple physics. Like light waves, Wi-Fi waves don't go through walls well. Imagine asking a light bulb in your living room to light your master bedroom. It would be crazy. What you need is a distributed system. This is what offices have had for years, a considerable work and expense. With Eero, you can install an enterprise-grade Wi-Fi system in your home in just a few minutes. Simply download the Eero app on your iOS or Android devices, and it'll walk you through each step of the process. It's quick, easy, and painless. Current Wi-Fi routers are really tough to manage and optimize. The Eero app lets you manage your network from the palm of your hand, so you know how many devices are connected at any given point, as well as the internet speed that you're getting from your service provider. You can also easily create and share a guest network. Eero is protected with state-of-the-art WPA2 encryption, and because it controls the hardware and the software for your entire network, it ensures that you're always secure. Since traditional routers don't push software updates to their customers, they are left vulnerable to cyber attacks. Eero updates automatically so that you not only have the latest features, but the latest security at all times. Eero has incredible customer support. It's something that the company is really invested in. You can call and get a hold of a Wi-Fi expert within 30 seconds. If you have any worries about your other connected devices during setup, one of Eero's experts can walk you through everything. Their experts can also help you if you're not sure how many Eero's are right for your home. Just call. So what I like about Eero is that it was very, very easy to set up, and now I finally get good coverage all over the apartment. It used to be there was like a dead spot in the bathroom. No longer. I can get good Wi-Fi everywhere. And let me reiterate, this is very easy to set up. I was concerned I was not going to be able to do this. I did it in like less than 15 minutes. So incredibly simple. Michael can do it. Okay, never think about Wi-Fi again. Get $100 off the Eero base unit and two beacons package and one year of Eero. Plus, visit Eero.com slash theme park and at checkout, add theme park. You're going to be very happy. Um, okay, where do we... Okay, we, I mean, we could start anywhere. We could throw a dart. But I, as I said a while ago, have, as a case study, what, is the, what happened with Mr. Burns? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, so this is the 2000 <laughs> Orlando show. Okay, oh, I have my own synopsis Which of this, I, too, so okay. I can follow along. Okay. I still, still, like, not totally crazy but like by not 2017 2016 ones of just like super insane like there at least is an attempt at a through line uh and all the ones pre 9-11 seem so wholesome yes yeah it's it's very nice going back and watching them (laughs) yeah it's they they didn't get too horny until years later like the the characters are gay or uh, much like how like our our country passed a point of no return after 9-11 so did the bill and ted show (laughs) (laughs) in a way i mean yeah i mean yeah so it's mr burns and this guy just has this freakish rubber mask of mr (laughs) burns but it only covers half his face and then his I, I don't mean to like insult the theme park actor that played Mr. Burns in the 2000 Bill and Ted show, but like he doesn't do a great Mr. Burns voice. That's a hard voice to do. Was it Ted Cruz? <laughs> yeah, it might have been Ted Cruz. Just, sorry, Ted Cruz played uh, all a lot of Simpsons characters in a BuzzFeed video. I sometimes I refer to this as if people uh, know it, but often people don't. But look up Ted Cruz does Simpsons voices. This is an amazing piece of work. Yeah, I mean um, I, I have a note just of all the. I just wrote down all the people that are standing on stage with Bill and Ted by the end of the 2000 show oh let's, please let's hear it it's yes. a real it's a real just clusterfuck uh yep. it's bill and ted which like why are they on stage in 2000 but then they're they're with big mama <laughs> shaft the charlie's angels mr burns smithers karen and jack from will and grace ethan hunt storm and mystique from x-men and the crocodile hunter who never stops talking about how he likes to smear poop on himself yeah huh 
What's yeah. that about? I don't know. Is that like something like maybe there was an episode where he had to put like a I some think that was an feces yeah, on himself to like cover his tracks or something. Yeah, there is also a point in the, at the end of the show where um uh Elian Gonzalez. Yeah, uh, I have Elian written down in all caps. He transforms into Enrique Iglesias <laughs> and start and takes off his shirt and like dances. J- Janet, there's a runner in the show. Janet Reno is chasing Elian Gonzalez across the stage repeatedly with like a big dog catcher net. Yeah, trying trying to get him, and this just happens throughout. Just the, the. I I want to say a lot of these synopses, thankfully, are provided and kept up by BillandTed.org. It's a great resource. Yes, a uh, nonprofit under, website yeah. and organization. <laughs> under, under the under the, <laughs> the Halloween to, section of it. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of. <laughs> Donate to BillandTed.org. Yeah, today. is there a Patreon for BillandTed.org? <laughs> um, but the the way these synopses are written, there's something about where they don't put a lot of like English on it, and I think it's wonderful. Like the the way, like what you just described, it, it was is described by their synopses writer and as such. Van Halen's Running with the Devil plays, and Janet Reno comes out of the phone booth with a net in her hands. Alien Gonzalez runs out to get away from her, and they chase about. <laughs> uh, then after that, characters who were apparently not on stage by the end, Britney Spears and Lil' Kim have a dance-off that ends when Britney snatches Lil' Kim's wig off. Then Britney is attacked by the villain wrestler, wrestler Kevin Nash from the WWF. <laughs> the Rock comes out to her rescue. What, what, wait, what year was this again? Why is Kevin Nash? No, I think it was Sabretooth, but he looks like Kevin Nash. So someone misidentified Kevin mm. Nash's, or Sabretooth as Kevin right. Nash? Wait, did Kevin Nash play Sabretooth in the movie? No, that was Tyler Maine. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rest in peace, Tyler Maine. RunningBillandTed.org is, is probably a a very yeah. hard job. Let's just give the benefit of the doubt to <laughs> the person tra- describing these. Kevin Nash is in Magic Mike and he played Super Shredder. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Well. Mm-hmm. Damn. That, and that's yeah. an indelible performance. Mm-hmm. I do love very Super Shredder. Super uh, Shredder. The, the, by the way, if you're curious about what Mr. Burns' plan is, uh, Mr. Burns <laughs> has invented a pocket rocket that he has used to steal and store today's pop superstars. So, like, on a drive, and there seems to be a part later where he, like, downloads characters in onto the stage. So they're yeah, dealing... using a uh, kidnapster. Mm-hmm. Kidnapster dot com. He's Kidnap- going to sell Kidnapster. the pop stars themselves. That's like probably, he will... that's pretty good. Yeah, Kidnapster. That's very, not bad. Very, yeah, very, very uh, pro Lars Ehrlich. No, yeah. As far as the Bill and Ted show goes, Kidnapster is closer to a joke than just, than <laughs> yeah. this celebrity comes out and does their thing. Like, are we discovering that the show got worse as time went on? It got hornier. Yeah, I we think got it got hornier. worse. <laughs> I get there. I I guess at the I feel like the earlier versions of it were all were like they were strictly kind of like the universal properties of just like we have mm-hmm. the Blues Brothers come out and then Terminator comes out and then like at some point they were like hey let's get a little uh, risky and throw in some of these other characters so it, maybe it was just kind of like a c- accumulation of just too many characters and they, too much shit i think the internet made our culture bad and have too many things like it used to be you could in, in 2000 summing up all the things with bill and ted you could just do it in an hour and be like, oh yeah. yeah we all know the popular things we then it's like we saw one with the hide your kid hide your wife guy the oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, once the, the news uh, the, the auto to the news yeah, auto news guy yeah guy, the once like and it got like a huge response in the show but like once the once memes come into it once they start using just like people from commercials just do it 
Like once they start yeah. doing like William Shatner as the Priceline <laughs> negotiator, who becomes like a main character <laughs> in one of them. He is like a, he comes in like halfway through like like the two thousand and something something one, uh, uh, and uh, you know that was considered over. like a primary piece of pop culture at the time. Like, yeah, like for like that does that's crazy that that is in there but it is better than like stuff like in the 2005 one where they have the dukes of hazard in from because oh, it was sure, a movie yeah. and there's no way anyone cared about that movie people yeah. probably did care about the priceline man more than the dukes of hazard that's true yeah, he's way yeah. more popular mm-hmm. so I, I think they write the show in advance is why sometimes oh. you get, yeah they're they're predicting sort so of like oh this will gonna... be a big deal <laughs> yeah we saw one where it's like it opens on the family from the vacation reboot and they're like hi we're here look at and it's like the audience truly does not Whoa. follow. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see that. And how would you like represent them? Like the kids are just like two guys. But they they had a, a son and a daughter in the vacation reboot. It's a it's two boys. It, but in the live show, it was a son and a daughter. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they didn't even see it. Huh? And possibly written in advance to what? where and they'd already cast the daughter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a funny thing also with Vacation is like, you know how we're going to reinvent the wheel? Take one of the primary female characters <laughs> away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a problem. Um, we we kind of, we have like a list of insane characters we saw across oh watching 10 of these shows. Let's if you hear, hear it. Stripperella. Stan Lee's Stripperella yeah, from the, the short-lived Spike TV wow, cartoon. from uh, Spike TV short-lived uh, adult entertainment block. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With really? Ren and Stimpy's party cartoon. Mm-hmm. That got yep. off of Ren and Stimpy. Oh, when they boat. did that again. When yeah. the new Ren and Stimpy. Oh, God. Yeah. John Kay was back. Yeah. Yeah. There was uh, G-Girl from My Super Ex-Girlfriend. Uh, Uma Thurman's character G-Girl oh, from My oh. Super Ex-Girlfriend. Wow. Yeah. Luke Wilson. Yes. Latter-day Ivan Reitman. Ivan Reitman. Yeah. What? God. Uh, Jet Lee's character Wasing Ku from Lethal Weapon Four. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, one, one of the the best ones is uh, Russell Brand's uh, Arthur. Uh, opened, he opens the show oh, yeah, one in, year. In 2011, it opens on uh, Melissa McCarthy from Bridesmaids hosting it with Russell Brand's Arthur. No. Yeah. yeah. And talking to the audience <laughs> as being like, hey, yeah, we're all here to have fun. You all know who I am. We're here to have some fun. Yeah. Um, the Sucker Punch Girls. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah, that, they maybe do a sexy dance. At, they are the sexy dance girls yeah. that year. Um, the Prince of Persia. Yeah, the Prince of Persia is <laughs> in it a lot. Prince, Prince, of Prince of Persia, yep. Yeah, yeah. Dude, wow. I, I feel like they're, the only reason I, Prince of Persia registers with me at all is because I was working on a like Disney digital branded campaign when it came. Otherwise, I would not remember that movie at all. Like, I bet there's listeners who don't remember Prince I of think, Persia. I uh, think Prince of Persia is like the incentive for like what like the time travel element of that year is, where he's like, I have my dagger, which can make us go back in time. <laughs> So it is just oh. like this thing no one remembers. <laughs> so if like, something has a time travel component, it could get bumped up into primary uh, pop culture feature. Yeah, position, yeah. Even though they have the phone booth. Yeah, yeah. They already have Did, this thing. I assume one, one of the years must have had uh, Balthazar, Nicolas Cage's uh, sorcerer from The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, yeah. It's like oh, that yeah. type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, uh, I mean, the, the Mystery Men were in it prominently one year. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. kind of take over the show midway through. We think it might have been like a backdoor pilot type of thing. <laughs> yeah. of like, hey, it's 1999. These kids don't know Bill and Ted's Ted. so good. What if the Mystery, Mystery Men are hosting? 
ghost do a Halloween adventure <laughs> yeah. at Universal. Oh, and if it's still to this day, was the Mystery Men <laughs> yeah. spooky I mean, Halloween? I loved Mystery Men when it when it came out in the movies. I was like on board for that. Mm-hmm. I was excited for it, and I thought the movie delivered. Mm. Uh, I like Mystery Men yeah. as a yeah. ten year old. Hey, yeah. we all know what song came from Mystery Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All Star. All Star. I think people get their wires crossed and think that that came from Shrek. Right, but Shrek is I'm a Believer, the cover of the Monkey Song mm-hmm. written yes. by Neil Diamond, of yes. course. True. For Played me, All Star, I really identify with Rat Race. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was in a lot of movies. Um, the big, yeah. <laughs> um, a Slee Stack from Land of the Lost is probably <laughs> featured wow. in one of them. He's a pet. Uh, John Dillinger from Public Enemies, Johnny Depp's oh. character, the gangster John Dillinger. Who also is real. Yes, he's real. You know, this is the character. Huh? Um, I mean the 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 love guru is in one, and he enters to the Austin Powers theme song and does Doctor Evil's zip it thing. He says he says zip it. They're like people don't know the yeah. love guru catchphrases. Let's just have our Doctor Evil impersonator. I mean, the Doctor Evil is the villain of the Bill and Ted show more than any more than Bin Laden, more than uh more than the Terminator, uh, more than Mister Burns. Yeah, Doctor Evil shows up in the final one, in the 2017 yeah. one, and the audience is perplexed why Doctor Evil is there. I personally think Doctor Evil should have been the villain every year. They had a, he, they <laughs> had a guy who did a really good Doctor Evil yeah. down in Orlando, yeah. and the crap the crowd loved watching it. <laughs> yeah. They, um, that also, if we're gonna backdoor pilot, if they were gonna do a spoof show, maybe from here on out, it's Doctor Evil's uh, lair of Halloween madness. Or whatever. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I also think post twenty twelve, there should have been a Gangnam Style sequence every year, every single year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally agreed. And I'm surprised when there was not. Yeah, if I also, by the way, if Doctor Evil hosted it every year, then when those bags are passed out to put your cell phones in. He could encourage everyone to zip it. Oh, oh yeah. that's yeah. great. It ties that's a really good. Together. That's pretty good. Yeah, I hope the this Universal theme is... park people are listening to this. If they... I hope the bag company <laughs> we, is. We can make them realize how much easier all the safety rules yeah. will be just by putting Dr. Yeah. Evil in. At the very least, is bag company having Dr. Evil be their spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the 2010 show in Hollywood, Ari Gold from Entourage is the villain. Whoa. Oh, really? I like that. He bought the Bill and Ted show, and he's changing it up, and he's like, Bill and Ted are not relevant in 2010. So he replaces Bill with Justin Bieber, uh, who keeps Mm. getting mistaken for a woman and loves sugary cereal for some reason. he's a child, And then he replaced... That's the joke? He's he's a little boy, yeah. And then he replaced Ted with Snooki in this situation. <laughs> Two. Two people, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't have just one. <laughs> Snooki, I feel like, and we'll do a full episode on the Disney California Adventure Aladdin show that I was obsessed with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's oh, had a very yeah, clean yes. version of a lot of this stuff. But oh, Snooki yeah. was in that show. I mean, not not a character, but would be referenced I, almost every show I saw of the Disney <laughs> California for years. He would just, the genie would say something and he would turn to the audience and just be like, Snooky. <laughs> it wasn't even a joke. He would just like say a line from Aladdin and then look at you and go, Snooky. And it killed. The audience <laughs> loved it. Wow. 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 Yeah. Was Snooky played by a gentleman? No, no. Snooky was a woman, but okay. she was uh, drunk or horny or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very, rambunc- very rambunctious. <laughs> Don't worry. They spoofed her. <laughs> they, they got, got her, her good. good. They got her how drunk she was. Um, uh, yeah, we should say uh, women don't fare well in these shows. No. <laughs> like, so no, much. it's... Wreck-It Ralph punching someone. Like, it's... There's a lot of that, I feel like. Or, or mm-hmm. dummies being tossed from the rafters. 
of yeah. like, yeah, it's Britney Spears. Oh no, get her out of there! And then they just toss a dummy down or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, in general, the I think like looking back, probably a lot of pop culture has regrets about that the way Britney was treated uh, in the so-called crazy Britney era, which is what they call her exclusively in the 2007 show. <laughs> she's There's a silhouette that you think is going to be Dr. Mm-hmm. Evil, but then when she steps into the light, it is Britney Spears with a shaved head. It's, it's um, and dark. The, the, I, th- dark. I do feel like today people would ease off a little, let a person who's under an immense amount of pressure, uh, you know, go through a bad time why is this so insane that she would like be upset and shave her head like oh madness that she would shave her head <laughs> yeah, like uh, it's her um, head and in, 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 in a in general that one's pretty cr- as i mentioned the Lindsay lohan i like blow <laughs> section is really odd and paris hilton had just been to jail and she gets it pretty hard but then in the in the 2013 one the one pre-cancellation uh there is this bizarre thing where wreck it ralph First of all, again, Wreck-It Ralph is in the <laughs> show. Let's not glaze over that. But Wreck-It Ralph punches Nicki Minaj and Amanda Bynes, <laughs> another person suffering Having from... a breakdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah like... Female mental illness is really taken to task in these yeah. shows. It's yeah. getting yeah. really punished. Real well. <laughs> Yeah, Ted. Real... This year, since Wreck It Ralph is coming back, Wreck It Ralph would punch out all the characters in The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> That's the 2018 show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Audience loves it. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> there's like a real like. I think there's this real like. Hatred for anything that's for teenagers or like any pop star. There's a real like Justin Bieber is for babies and like uh, <laughs> we we hate uh, Rebecca Black and uh, Kylo Ren sucks. It's like this weird like uh-huh. like uh, aggro like <laughs> what, what like a college person a college male's opinions would be or whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah, even just like a forty year old white man and like it is yeah. just like from the perspective of like the people that are writing this. Kylo Ren is a hipster who drinks cold brew. Yep. Yeah, yeah, got him, got him. <laughs> I, I wrote this down. This is the they went after Rebecca Black pretty hard in 2011. Uh, Rebecca Rebecca Black she gets pushed out in like a tiny car and then she gets killed by Mr. Chow from The Hangover and then everybody dances to Sexy and I Know It with Osama bin Laden uh, and then Thor gives Medea a lap dance. It's kind of just like the perfect synthesis of, of what what this show is and just the insane heights of just like jamming things together. So Osama Lada reminds me, like, I made sure to watch the 2001 one because I figured, like, oh, God, people would have been watching this, like, right in the aftermath of September Mm -hmm. 11th. And I was thinking, like, what what would they have slipped in? Like, did they change? That was their very heavy handed patriotism. Mm -hmm. And the two things that stuck out to me. Uh, where one uh, Jay and Silent Bob are in it a lot, yeah, because that was the year of Jay and Silent mm. Bob Strike Back swept to the multiplexes <laughs> in the yeah. summer of two thousand one, and they, they those seem like the perfect characters to still be hosting a yes, theme park. Yeah. Show. yeah, actually, that's a better idea. Strangely, yeah. but and in this one also, yeah. I, I, not, I hope I'm not jumping on you here, Jason. But the they are they appear at the beginning of the show and throughout. It seems like, but then also separately, Blunt Man. And Chronic, oh, and, wow. and oh, and oh, and Chronic as well. Okay, I'm glad there's both of them. <laughs> I'm assuming, no, I'm assuming it would be weird to have just Blunt Man. As I far as like. I know, unless the description is wrong, Blunt Man is only Blunt Man. That's outrageous. Oh, man. Blunt, Blunt Man is the more is, famous of the two characters. True. Is Blunt Man's more famous than Chronic? Mm-hmm. You feel? I do. Hundred yeah, percent. Blunt Man's like Batman. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chronic's a sidekick. Yeah, Chronic isn't sidekick. really like Robin. Which one? Which character is Blunt Man? Kevin is Blunt Man. So there's two Kevin Smith characters in this show, but yes. not two Jason Muses. Yes, that's <laughs> great. That sounds Chart that, and also Cornelius from Planet of the Apes, and then the the, the synopsis just calls it one of the good apes from Planet. Oh of yeah, Apes. From <laughs> but the Tim also Burton Planet of the Charlton Apes. Heston from Planet of the Apes, from but he's original... got a little sash that says NRA on it, like Baby New Year. He looks like Baby <laughs> New Year. Oh, <laughs> but his sash says NRA, <laughs> and he's he's just doing Planet of the Apes lines. And and he also then Marky Marky Mark Wahlberg is represented like they make fun of him for being Marky Mark and Heston gives him shit for playing his his old character badly and in fact Heston goes so far as to tell Marky Mark to eat his shorts. <laughs> wow. Uh, the in page... 2001. Post 9 11, you got to remember everybody was punchy, telling each other to eat their shorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, wait, what else about Patriots? Oh, so, uh, of course, if you're going to have Silent Bob there, he's got to talk at some point. And his thing that he talks at one point is how he's proud to be a patriot and an American. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a long monologue about being an American. And then the other thing that happens that really stuck out because it is very long is at the end uh there is a long sequence where they play the hendrix star spangled banner (laughs) which i know which i i mean it's it's pretty recognizable but also the person holding the video camera who 2001 the video online is great because this is one of our favorite things like in the bare metal family Mm -hmm. in the hard rock park (laughs) where the guy is clearly entranced by the sexy ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this features a guy like videotaping it, but also commenting to his friend like, oh boy, I didn't know this was going to be like that. Like he sounds like a sketch comedy, like person wrote a comedy sketch and the only detail for a character is like working class Joe. And he talks like he's kind of from Brooklyn or somewhere. And he's just going like every now and then he goes, so it's like, Oh no, I'm a married man. Like he's just saying shit like that. But he goes, Oh, Hendrix Star Spangled Banner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) He he says something like that, and uh, I think this... I think this is one of the ones where people in Kiss Makeup shows up, and he also makes sure to acknowledge, like, that's Kiss! (laughs) Like, he's so jazzed. He's so excited. Kiss is here! Take that, (laughs) Al-Qaeda! And then at the very end, he goes like, I knew this was going to be good. Like, I told you we should. I'm glad we came. I'm glad we did this. Whoa. He, I can, I think I can safely say he speaks for the whole audience. uh, Yeah. 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 He speaks for the whole audience. He speaks for them. That's why this ran so long. Yeah. They Mm. all think that. (laughs) They all are like, wow, Kiss is here. Wow, I'm married. I shouldn't have sex with those women. (laughs) (laughs) They're thinking these thoughts and they're like, wow, that was great. (laughs) Can I talk a little about 2002? Because this is where (laughs) 2002 is where my brain shattered is, is, is osama bin laden in this osama no, bin Laden's gotta not. be the bad guy in one of these he's right? the bad his, osama and saddam are the bad guys in 2003 we'll get into that after okay, okay. We'll, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll go in order Let's just keep <laughs> this going. is what i rely on you guys for because i stop i was like i assume they will do it i can't do this anymore and i will yeah. tell you where i stop because and you can see like my 
I, my paragraphs were very long, and then I, it just stops after three lines <laughs> in 2002 because uh, here's just highlights. The, the Osbournes come out. Uh, they're interrupted by Dr. Evil, par for the course, Dr. Evil's mm-hmm. back. Uh, and then, you know, Serlina shows up, of course, the villainess of uh, Men in Black 2. You gotta, have, you gotta have Sir Lara Flynn Boyle's Serlina. You should know that, Jason. That's from your favorite song, Black Suits Coming, not yet. Serlina does not make a huge appearance in the Black Suits Coming. It, it's Briefly. the only reason I know the name is because, like, oh, so this okay. is Chick, Serlina, right? She be tripping like. Oh, that, yes. That's the yes, only reason I know checked. the name Serlina. Yeah. Okay, fair. Uh, uh, but so, Serlina, and then the men in black are also there, and they receive a transmission from the ultimate supreme being who turns out to be Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. Mm. And then I melt. Then I went, I left, and I got in bed. I could not handle any more stolen characters from legitimate comedy enterprises. What do you mean, Triumph the Insult? And I assume, I don't know if anyone else has 2002 in front of you, I just was staring at a paragraph that was much more of the same and like, you know what, I will wait. I'll do it on the day. They can tell me that, uh, you know... uh, uh, like Jimmy Fallon's Nick Burns, the computer guy, <laughs> comes out and fixes the lighting, the lighting grid. Uh, no more, no more of this. Um, <laughs> One thing that's interesting to me is that just because of like what was popular at pop culture in the time, sometimes characters will show up who down the line end up in the Universal parks. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Mr. Burns shows up in 2000, but The Simpsons ride doesn't come along till 2008. A Transformer shows up at some point well before the ride. Harry Mm. Pothead, uh, the Mm. Harry Potter takeoff, Uh. (laughs) shows up long before. I was surprised what year he showed up in because I feel like it was pre the movies. Do you think they're testing the waters for the characters oh, maybe. Uh, to see how oh. big the pop is, and that if the character gets a great response at the horror night show, that maybe they'll put the ride in? Oh, yeah, yeah. Possible. So maybe the Dukes of Hazard ride was a possibility if they had gotten a bigger pop when they did the show. I mean, The Rock killed, and now he's in the the tour, Fast the and Furious. Tour, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if Nacho Libre had done better mm-hmm. when he came out, a real thing that happened, <laughs> maybe there would have been a mm-hmm. Nacho Libre ride. That's true. Yes. Or if yeah. Anna Nicole Smith had gotten a bigger reaction, there would be an Anna Nicole Smith. <laughs> ride <at this> <laughs> you go meet that designer of hers, or whatever. She was, there was a guy who oh, had a yeah. weird name. I just know the lawyer Howard K. Stern. He would have been in Robot on the Ride with the baby. <laughs> The Wolf judge, situation. the uh, oh that, oh, that a Judge Larry, judge. yeah, Judge yeah. Larry Sidlin from the Animal. <laughs> Why am I just saying things on this episode? That's just like Bill and Ted. The Bill and Ted spirit <laughs> has got you uh, caught up. I'm in just it. listing things like the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Judge this Larry. Episode, yeah, we, we are doing it. This yeah. episode is a big list, mm-hmm. and it's <laughs> I can only assume very trying on the, the audience. <laughs> or people have screamed as we've said each reference, and I'd encourage you to at home. Just next time a character is said. Uh, just yeah, try giving a big yell. I think you'll have fun. Uh, like you made a reference, like Paula Dean getting punched by Django and Doctor Schultz. <laughs> oh, Holy space Schultz. for a scream! Go ahead and scream yeah. at home! Hooray! <laughs> yeah, great. wait, it's by who? Doctor uh, Schultz. Doctor Schultz is, uh, is the um, is uh, Christoph Waltz's character who helps Django. That oh. they use those characters in the Bill and Ted show. Yes, and then they they punch Paula Dean because she was racist. 
Mm-hmm. Can I say Garfield repeatedly gets mad about being mistaken for Puss in Boots, so he pisses on the Wicked Witch of the West and she melts from cat piss. Then George W. Bush punches Dr. Evil and says, don't mess with Texas. This is, this is from the 2004 show. Everyone was like, how, how is Bill and Ted? The election years are very fun. And their, their take in 2004 uh, on Bush and Kerry is, what if Dr. Evil ran for president? This is two years after any Austin Powers movie was made. And his vice presidential candidate is Mr. Burns. And, and he assembles his cabinet. And this is the best one. Oh, yes. If you're at home, please, please look up the 2004 Orlando uh, Bill and Ted show. Cause it's, uh, Dr. Evil is the villain. And yeah, his cabinet is Mr. Burns, the Wicked Witch of the West. And uh, uh, and uh, who uh, uh, Michael Jackson is his secretary of child services. Uh, who, he, carries, he carries Harry Potter off stage uh, to like have sex with him at some point. So Michael Jackson but, uh, and then dangle him off a balcony. And Darth Vader. He has Darth Vader kidnap Bush and Carrie. But the whole show, it's like this rogues gallery of all these cartoony. But you're watching the Wicked wow. Witch of the West and Darth Vader run around and be like, Hee-hee. why the Wicked Witch then? Because there's Wicked Witches in other years. But when was that Franco one? The the, like, uh, yeah, the that was in many years later. 10, yeah. Right? So why in 2004 is the Wicked Witch? Because it's such a a oh, wicked. Maybe it, oh. wicked come back. Doctor Evil so any... evil. He's got to get all the evil. <laughs> He's got to get all those bad guys. There's no reason for Vader to be in it. He <laughs> oh, got all yeah, the worst. Yeah. Michael Jackson, the Wicked Witch of the West, and Darth they had Vader. to step it up. There are other ones like that. Like in the early years, it does seem like the thing is combining all the villains. Like I have a, I, I made a, a just a pure list as you did earlier, Brad. Yeah. Uh, uh, of uh, at one point. Uh, on the stage at the same time, I believe. Uh, Kirk, Picard, not evil, but then we get evil. The Borg Queen, uh, Ripley, not evil. Men in Black, not evil. The Terminator, Darth Vader, Poison Ivy, and Mr. Freeze all at the same time. And then, so, well, we're going to be all over the map. Let me, let me just let me take you to 1997 really fast. Uh, a couple good things here. Um, the uh, the Back to the Future theme starts and the DeLorean appears, but then it's not Doc and Marty that get out. It's the cast of Seinfeld. <laughs> Seinfeld says, now this is a show about nothing. Then Bill's cell phone it's rings commentary. and Got it's him. the villain from Scream who appears in, its, in his hood and mask. Then he throws off the disguise to reveal he is actually Austin Powers. Then the men in black interrupt and perform their song. Then Elaine from Seinfeld butts in and starts singing Wannabe by the Spice Girls. Elaine does this, along with the Borg Queen and Batgirl. <laughs> then the, the Bill and Ted's band, Wild Stallions, who we should say factor in a fair amount. Uh, they t- that's the, that's the right name right with all wise wild, wild stallions. stallions yes because yeah. they constantly wise. say it during the show and there's a giant wild stallions logo on stage sometimes and it took me about three viewings like three years to, to watching to go like what the fuck is wild stallion and I'm like oh that's their band that's right these characters have a band <laughs> like that's I did not remember you get a lot of credit for knowing the basic facts about Bill and Ted at all I don't even think I've ever seen those movies all the way through the second mm-hmm. one used to be on Comedy Central all the time so mm-hmm. I'd catch it like 15 minutes at a time mm-hmm. but otherwise yeah they, they, they're pretty lost I, I'll, I should also say then at the end Kramer blows up the set 
a thing Kramer would do. <laughs> Blow up the Be set, like yeah. Gonzo the Muppet and like have a bunch of explosives and In season nine he might have done something like that. He was getting a little wackier toward the end. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that that where that gag where he sees where he's a, ch- a chicken or whatever. Um, in in that ninety seven one, uh it before Kramer blows up the set, it does end with Bill and Ted and Captain Kirk performing Smells Like Teen Spirits. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, years after. There's Captain a, Kirk? What? Captain, Captain Kirk sings? He, w- <laughs> he was in Star Trek Generations in 1996. So That's why it's Kirk and Hard together. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Borg Queen was in First Contact. Again, I'm listing things. 98 is First Contact, so I guess that's... You should that's do within a listing a couple years. drinking game. Yeah. Everyone should take uh, a, everyone should take a <laughs> shot when something is listed. Every time we say something that happened, yeah. I mean this uh, is what being if, at the Bill and Ted show is like. Yeah, right? <laughs> we're, we're listing twenty six years of things that happened in their show, but they just list the things that happened this yeah. year. Yeah, uh, should you, we also just do a dance break for fifteen minutes at the yeah, end of yeah. the episode? Oh, we all oh, do yeah. the backpack kid dance. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the one thing that keeps coming back is uh, Ethan Hunt. Uh, mm-hmm. repels it but okay here's my thing the f- Ethan Hunt drops from the ceiling in 99 <laughs> but the second movie hadn't come out yet and the first movie is a few years old then in the year that Mission Impossible 2 came out he drops from the ceiling again the same gimmick like in Mission Impossible 1 but they are playing the Limp Biscuit song uh, from Mission Impossible 2 oh. that we like so much. Oh, yeah, our anthem uh, for skydiving. So, yeah, and I feel like people going, like, Ethan Hunt, like, that gets a big pop. But I would, I kind of want to Ethan Hunt, Mission Impossible 2, Ethan Hunt to ride in on a motorcycle. I, mm-hmm. I'm looking at 96, and Ethan Hunt, of course, comes out and performs old-time rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> which is, of course, the underwear dance from Risky Business, yeah. which is two Tom Cruise characters, so you could say that's kind they, of clever the, the, yeah. this show loves risky business tom cruise yeah we, we've seen multiple we've seen ones from like 2006 where he rolls out and it's yeah like, well, they, it's like they, they really do they love to confuse whoever the actor is with their right. role like there's a lot of uh i've seen a lot of uh, the guy who plays bill saying to the guy who plays ted my movie career is not going as good as yours keanu <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, oh, man. Mm. that's a more sad than anything yeah. else. Alex Winter, yeah. though, we've talked to, to tie it all to tie it back to you know tween culture. Uh, we were talking about earlier. Alex Winter, a, a prolific director within that mm-hmm. world, didn't he? He directed Smosh the movie. Yep, I he did. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. how about mm-hmm. that? So he's up to he's a doing lot. Fine. Smosh, yeah. I don't think has appeared. I would like if they had started to get to that zone where like. Fred, like all those <laughs> yeah. YouTube characters. Oh, oh you're crazy. annoying. Fred hasn't appeared. Fred would yeah. be good. Yeah, and Fred would be a good candidate for like an older, more established celebrity who dads like to, if he punched uh, Fred out. If yeah. like, oh, uh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. Judge Dredd uh, punched Fred in the yeah. face. Yeah. Like, you mean to tell me Bill and Ted did not address when the one of the two Smosh go- original guys left the Smosh organization. <laughs> That's right. That would be, yeah, for, oh. for the 2018 version, would, the villain would be Anthony Padilla. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> for daring to break up the duo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's trying to split up Bill and Ted. <laughs> well, and you know that when Bill and Ted got them, yeah, yeah, he's like, an end to all duos. <laughs> and then he'd get them back together and he and the other Smosh guy would kiss. And Bill oh, and yeah. Ted would be like, ew, gross. <laughs> Let's dance. <laughs> All right, let's ignore them and dance. Um, 
uh, anyone else say anything you oh, like? Uh, oh, wait, you know what? I'm sorry. One thing that we've missed here, and uh, Jason, I think you alluded to it. In all of the all of the characters that we have mentioned coming out, we've forgotten, uh, and something that you guys kept up in the live show very well, is that they are always presented in a way of Bill and Ted saying in unison, Ethan Hunt, <laughs> Dr. Evil... <laughs> Carrie Strug, which is a real one as well, ninety-six from as well. Uh, uh, always that delivery. Brad and Nick in in one of your uh, UCB shows. Uh, my favorite one of that was when uh, the very funny Devin Field came out as uh, the they went the founder. <laughs> yeah. It was right, Croc, right, Croc, yeah, for right the, Croc, the, the founder. founder. We, yeah, we had the we we like just combining things. Uh, it was like. There were some Rick and Morty fans who were mad they weren't getting their Szechuan sauce from McDonald's, and then the founder comes out and gives it to them. <laughs> they, they, they lap it up from his hand. <laughs> and Szechuan sauce does show up in the 2017 version. Oh, yeah. We, we like, yes. predicted things in our show that they did. In, like, uh, oh, yeah. The, the um, Anything else you remember? There, there was... Are the first or it was the first year that we did it, we did a thing of, like... Uh, it was, like, Jurassic World, uh, like, uh, taking... Like their their uh, dinosaur machine got broken, so it was like celebrities were coming out and they're like combined, uh, and then they ended yeah. up doing that. They ended up, the real Bill and Ted show did that like the next year. Wow, <laughs> wow, yeah, smart. Th- theirs were called Kardashian Raptors or whatever, but we we had it was like the 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 hybrid celebrities. It was just stupid, like little jokes of like gamer Gatlin Jenner. <laughs> just like the worst. <laughs> oh my god! I sorry, Mike, I interrupted. Uh, oh, that's okay. So yeah. you wanted to highlight? Um, I was just gonna say, uh, my favorite thing from '96 is just Sean Connery, James Bond, mm-hmm. coming out and suggesting to Bill and Ted, "Let's get ready to rock." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He- I I watched video that year and he does a big like it's like James Bond comes out and it's a guy doing Sean Connery James Bond in Uh in 96 and he's like you were expecting someone else and the gets no reaction from the crowd I think the crowd's supposed to cheer because they like him and not Pierce Brosnan is what but everyone liked Pierce Brosnan yeah I think an old man wrote it and was like (laughs) we we all miss this guy right he also wrote out in like a generic kind of convertible like a Cadillac like not a British like not a I guess it was just uh, whatever was backstage that they could use. And then the the song that plays after that is Rock This Town by the Stray Cats. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 1996. Which would lead guitar by Mulder. Right, right, right. Mulder and Scully are involved. I, I left that out. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, One what? thing I, I think that we alluded to earlier that I, I do want to talk about. So the no photography and videotaping. Uh, okay, because there's a lot of levels to this. You know, there, there's been speculation online, like we were saying, that there was, like, legal threats or, like, they weren't supposed to do uh, some certain stuff or other companies had threatened the lawsuits. Um, but then uh, the the other thing about the no—oh, and no photo and video so that, like, the media did not have a field day with it. So to enforce the uh, no photo or video, uh, I'm reading this from— HalloweenHorrorNights.Wikia.com, a very detailed (laughs) website chronicling Halloween Horror Nights history. According to reports from Bill and Ted audience members in 2009 and 2010, team members assigned to the show, security guards, and officers of the Orlando Police Department have a top priority of seeking would-be photographers in the theater. 
and keeping all their eyes sharply focused on each audience to remember, and will run right up to them with a flashlight the moment someone rip, whips out a camera. Whoa, um, wow. Universal, excuse me, Universal has said to be borrowing top-ranked officers from the Orlando Police Department <laughs> to work oh Bill God, and Ted. Dude. And Universal uh, employees or security guards will often turn the violator over to an OPD officer if they are caught and will allow them to deal with the person. Some of the guests who have been caught using photography and subsequently turned over claim to have been roughly treated by the cops on their way out of Universal. And some have claimed, among other details, that they had their camera permanently confiscated were taken to a backstage area where they were interrogated by an officer for answers, were physically harmed, or were incarcerated at the Orange County Corrections Facility for the night. Most of the people thrown out had also been reported to have been banned from the Universal Studios property, ranging from a year to even a lifetime. <laughs> really? Why didn't you just My kick God. them out for the night with a warrant? Like, this is so intense. They have essentially hired off-duty or on-duty police officers to be Pinkertons for this Bill and Ted show. To they're, looking for, they're looking for the elite of the yeah, police force. Yeah, they're looking force. for the best of the, the best. toughest, most well-trained people to drag a person with a cell phone camera out of their arena. And throw them against a yeah. wall and say, did you, did you film the part where the wedding singer performs <laughs> while... Bill Clinton plays sax to win Monica Lewinsky back. <laughs> Dude, is that on your camera? Hey, Give you, me your film. You piece of shit. I'm a married man, but I'm keeping your fucking GoPro, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you film the reggae predator smoking a bomb? <laughs> a real thing from the 2008 show. Uh, why? What is the what, after everything we've just described? Let's add to this nightmare that it is being in, like that there are is, there's like military <laughs> rules. Uh, uh, they, like there's that there's like incredible surveillance. Also, you it be didn't work. Up. They're all on YouTube now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> every one of these work. videos has a warning saying yeah. not to tape it, it. It's also interesting that just like what took down the show was just like and like a a written art like it wasn't like video of yeah oh that's true gay yeah. superman it was just like a guy dryly describing this is what the show is and then just going beat by beat just being kind of like this was just saying what the show is and like that's what destroyed it like they didn't have yeah. to go through all of like this secret police it was stuff. not terribly judgmental and you know far be it for me if there are more crazy details to share well we can find a part to do it but maybe we could talk about the 2013 show that brought the whole enterprise down, or at least in, in Hollywood. And you're correct that it's like, I mean, it, I don't know. It didn't feel to me like a super judgmental article because it is just like laying out mm -hmm. here's what it was, which if and I copy pasted some quotes and there's, you know, the writer says, there's a scene where a Sharknado appears and Kim Jong-un comes onto the stage to explain that the Sharknado came into an exi into existence as a result of Kristen Stewart sucking his dick too hard. <laughs> <laughs> and they made a Sharknado happen rather than a regular tornado. Where did the sharks factor in? Um, I, I don't. Maybe there's some nearby sharks that Kim Jong Un owned that got swept <laughs> up into the flurry of uh, oral sex uh, <laughs> suction. I, uh, I, and then like, oh, and then there's a moment. There's a thing about Cory Monteith's ghost. They are mocking the recently dead of heroin glee star Cory Monteith. Very bleak. Tragic. A little yeah. bit. Pretty, yes. Yeah, bleak for them. Um. 
but really where the the thing that they did not get away with and rightfully so is that there is a and I just bolded these five words a witch turns superman gay <laughs> <laughs> and what you have and there's video of this just the most like mincing awful queen stereotype of uh, of a gay person there is just no defending this or i don't wish to speak to you if you feel like defending this uh uh, and it's not even i don't know it's not like it's the most offensive thing you've ever seen but it is but also it's not funny in in any capacity and that could have saved it if it was like on the edge and like "Ah, that's a bit of a stereotype but you know the guy performed it felt like this is not no this is not what this if this is like what this show is if this is the philosophy and it's what they're fighting for like don't um this is we should all let this go it 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 was 2013 it mm-hmm. was 2013 which does not feel that long ago i guess we've come a long way since then mm-hmm. and then we all fell into a toilet <laughs> we, all, we fell we, we then went backwards well past 2013 i don't know i mean i have like there there is i have read people writing about like oh homoerotic subtext in superman the Zack snyder superman and stuff that does not seem like something they considered for this or like they saw that you're headline. saying this is not some sort of a commentary on the Zack snyder movie no i don't think it is uh but yeah this is just so uh i mean i guess what year was the the uh, I mean, the horrible Prop Eight was passed in two thousand eight. But when did this, they finally legalize gay marriage? Was that two thousand nine, two thousand ten, or something? Yeah. So that was not that long before twenty thirteen. But like, also, this is that this show was done in Hollywood, in the entertainment industry, in, in <laughs> yeah. the heart of the entertainment industry, in a city with a very large gay population. Like that, this is happening, and mm-hmm. that no yeah. one went like. Hey, maybe we should not do this. He's just bonkers. Or there's yeah. a single joke beyond that he's that he's gay. Like yeah. I don't yeah. I think it's not the craziest thing in the world for some, for a character to like have like effeminate qualities, but there are j- jokes beyond that. But this truly is like, hey, and that's it. There's a single thing going <laughs> on here, which it happens in the 2007 one I watched too, where you know the pirates of the Caribbean come out, yeah. but then they turn to each other and. Your jitterbug and wake me up before you go go starts and they just like dance and f- flap their wrists around and like what are we doing what that's it that's what you got is like yeah just like we're gonna show what we think gay people are like it's really weird it, it's really it's like the same I, i'm a gay guy it's like the same way they would play like gay people in like the 70s or 80s or something but like there's yeah. still bill and ted like gay people started being treated like humans in like 2009 or 2010 or something <laughs> and, then, and then this is still happening on the, the bill and ted stage it's, in 2013 it's the gay, it's the gay people from it's the gay characters from like mel brooks movies which is very yeah. regrettable yeah. it makes it a little mm-hmm. harder to watch pre-soap characters. I have a I, I have an interview with one of the writers, just a short quote about the 2003 show. Oh, boy. Yes, please. <laughs> said, I am also proud of some of the risks we took this year with some of our characters. If you've seen the show, you know who I am talking about. I don't want to give anything away, but they rhyme with Fadam and Gosama. It's really great to hear the boos these two characters receive and how these boos turn to laughter when the audience realizes how much fun we are making fun of these guys. <laughs> so much fun. This guy thought what he was doing his part. 
Yeah. I think, too. Like, I'm really, like, sticking it to these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, like, helping America. But how they portray Saddam and Osama in the show is, do you guys want to get... Oh, boy. I, they, think, I, no, I think I know did why you brought kiss? it up. Um, they're all... They're gay. They're gay. They're, <laughs> oh, they're just gay. They're, they're gay, gay for, for each other, other and they're home. wearing a Victoria's Secret underwear. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, all gay men they, do exactly. at all yes. times. Yes. Yes. How do you uh, make them even more evil? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. We'll make them gay. Yeah. It's like I know <laughs> everybody. It. I know we're all like scared of these guys and what they might do to our country next. But keep in mind, they're gay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, that said, I think if if there was a 2018 Bill and Ted, Trump would be kissing every man like that low oh. hanging fruit of like. Trump kisses Putin. Well, Trump that happened kisses- on Saturday Night Live <laughs> yeah. last year, I think. Trump, right? Yeah, it sucks. That's true. It sucks when it happens. It's I like, was not arguing that it didn't suck. No, I know. Yeah. I know you weren't. But yeah, they finally got into how Trump, how much Trump wants to kiss Spicer. We all know it. Yeah. What? Huh? Where are we? I, like, okay. So this this article comes. Out, I mean, I sort of. I guess I got into it earlier. But then, the, yeah, the show is the show is canceled for the year, and there people are mad about it partially on the with the justification of well they had to let all of these actors go and that's a regrettable thing that's not a good thing as with the this the uh, roseanne which played out in a very similar but with much higher stakes way uh this year really bill and ted was really a like predecessor of we all <laughs> oh, live sure. in the bill yeah. and ted show if today. Only seen. someone yeah. think about uh john goodman's financial stability oh yes please, please. everything john going on work. in the world please <laughs> um but so, like, yeah, that's un- that's unfortunate. But also, I don't know, maybe like put all the other actors into something else. But also, but then there was a follow up article by the same Vice writer uh, who put. I'll just read her quote, which is a, a very. Oh, it's a guy. It is a guy. Oh wait, yeah, the, yeah. Name's, uh, the, yeah, the name's Jamie. Jamie. Could I go either way. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So uh, uh, the the writer says. Um, uh, well, first of all, he, he says those people call him. Uh, people wrote him and said, like, you know, all these actors are out of work because of you. You're you're a huge sack of shit. Also, are we sure about that? They couldn't just make them scare actor. You, they couldn't just. Yeah, they have other roles in Hollywood. Yeah. Also, it's a month just have long twenty job. more yeah. monsters. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Also, maybe you pay them out for the yeah, whole. Yeah, or just yeah, pay it's not the actor's out. fault because yeah. it's your fault for putting for approving a, mm-hmm. a lisping gay character. And in probably the... we're not being paid a lot of money. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can only it assume. If there's specific skills that these uh, theme park performers have, some of them get a, a higher pay. That is true. Stunt, yeah. stunt performers or professional dancers. Or like, yeah, that's Mike true. Meyer character impersonators. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, man, they have the strongest union in Hollywood. This is a quick side note. I texted you a couple years ago because I there was an... Uh, a listing to play Austin Powers in Universal Singapore. <laughs> and I thought you should just do that for six months. <laughs> oh, what a time that would be. Oh, shipping man. Jason oh, man. off to Singapore. <laughs> we didn't have a podcast at the time. We weren't doing a lot. So I yeah, we did not have a lot going on. Go to Singapore. As opposed to now when we have so much going on. <laughs> <laughs> talking about sending uh-huh. Jason to yeah, Singapore. <laughs> but you wanted to send me to Singapore like Nermal gets shipped to Abu Dhabi. Yeah. You had like a crate. I had a big crate that said to Singapore. And I, tried to tri- I put a, 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 a string of treats on the ground. Yeah. And you, you kept trying to get into the box. Matt, I don't fall. I know you, you eat the treats and you leave the very last one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too smart for it now. <laughs> um, but so, so the writer ends up saying, 
Uh, I never wanted to cause people to lose their jobs when I wrote that original article. I just wanted to, you know, maybe get them to be less viciously homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> if there were mass firings over this, it seems like a very, very extreme reaction from Universal Studios. We also, by the way, don't know for a fact that they let all of the actors go. Yeah. This was like a co- thing a commenter just leapt to and like stung the guy on. And of course, people were also mad in a way of like... Oh, what, so we can't laugh about anything anymore? Oh, this PC thing. Boo-hoo. Sorry you got offended. And this is... I don't understand why these wires are crossed. Like, I I don't think we are uh, prudes, but I think there's, like... I think there's pushing the envelope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the... Like, that... No, free speech is important, and that is why we must have to have Superman wearing glitter lipstick. (laughs) I don't... Like, can't we do... Like, push the envelope without the... And again, this all proceeds... I had all of these thoughts in 2013, and now that this is uh, the arguments you are seeing and having every day of your damn life, (laughs) uh, uh, like... I don't know. There's a... Like, can't we push the envelope without being, like, just, like not understanding of cultures and people who have a hard time uh um yeah there's there's, my little oh i guess scott's a virtue signaling (laughs) (laughs) Um, even the the, even the terms that have gotten into the popular culture is like from the worst people in the from the mm -hmm. like yeah far right reactionaries you can you can trace anyone in a audience of a bill and ted show to being a proud boy now everyone who attended yeah. <laughs> it's a real microcosm of all america's problems you know Do- dr evil pretends to be trump in 2004 oh wow <laughs> really? really yeah Wait, when, does when, he take off the wig he puts he puts, he on, puts, he puts on, the on the wig when he's wow. running for president by the way guys i think the bill and ted show called it oh oh yeah With, huh. or, does it like give any clues of what does trump then blow up the set like kramer <laughs> i think uh, he, hi- he hires mr burns as his vice president so maybe that's where we're hitting my pants is gonna get fired yeah, then to read into harry Shear will be <laughs> but yeah but mr burns is kind of based on rupert murdoch and oh. obviously trump is in oh. league with rupert murdoch so it kind of did uh presage oh, that yeah, in yeah. a way um and trump also factors in in 2007 because there's a part where there are big thunderous footsteps like Jurassic Park and Bill and Ted ask if it's an earthquake but then no it is Rosie O'Donnell <laughs> and she is she is very large they've given her a lot of padding and then her enemy Trump comes out and yells at her and rips his sleeves off and says come here you bitch and then like Jesus. oh my yeah. god the so trump um, is the hero of that what's that trump is the hero of that scenario yeah, yeah, we're supposed yes. to be on trump's side yeah. as an audience like, like today Florida. trump is the hero in the versus rosie he did also presaging in the debate he like says with a smile yeah i did make fun of rosie and then is like waiting for applause which he gets uh, like we do Ugh. live in the Bill and Ted show, um, and then also in the wrestling match, he at some point calls her uh, Jabba the Rosie, as opposed Barely. to Rosie the Hut. Yeah, that's mm. yeah, right. That's there. Much cleaner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Rosie. The Rosie. You know, we talk about in comedy punching up or punching down. 
Bill and Ted was just punching, like was just walking in a room, punching in any direction, (laughs) running head first into a wall. Just no face blindfolded, just blindfolded. It's a freak uh, organism like the dinosaur hybrids that is all uh, uh, fists and arms. That has no. It's just a big ball of punching arms. Yeah, I don't rolling around. I don't care. I don't care who I hurt. I just need need to to hurt. hurt. (laughs) I must hurt. This is our, our like the id of America, like the the dark side of America is represented in the Bill and Ted show, which is then surrounded by haunted houses filled with like fears, murderers, <laughs> asylums, uh, pumpkin headed creatures, <laughs> scary killer clowns, and uh, probably The Walking Dead in a lot of it. Uh, um, <laughs> I am fascinated by the movement to bring the show back oh oh wow Um, and i went to the facebook group which is a closed group save bill and ted slash maga (laughs) that's the subtext (laughs) i haven't come across that statement but i believe that most people believe that did you have to change like your uh your facebook picture to like a blue lives matter (laughs) facebook (laughs) photo to get it m M carlson six five nine two four three it's like one of those ones with this Uh, string of numbers i did have to prove though that i was a fan somehow and well not somehow but with a question and it said if you're a fan of bill and ted uh, what number? Oh very God. special. Like, what number are we thinking of? Ugh. And I wrote sixty nine, and I hit enter, and I was approved within a minute. Wow! <laughs> so I think he got it. I don't know if that's auto. I don't know if you can do an auto thing. I do think an administrator got a text on their phone, and it said, "Oh, somebody wants to join the group." And, and she was like, "Oh, did he say sixty nine? Because yeah. I say her because there's two female administrators. Mm. Uh, so they approved me." And this group has 1,091 members. <laughs> More than we have More on than Facebook. our Facebook group. Yep, 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 yep. Um, and people are... I'm just going to put... First of all, it, it links also to a petition. So mm-hmm. There's a petition and this still active Facebook page to save Bill and Ted. Um, so, let's see here. I wrote a couple of the... These are from the petition, actually, first. Um Someone said, Bill and Ted has become a holiday tradition. In a strange way, it's like seeing the Rockettes in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing my fam- whole family can agree on when we do yes. our annual trip to Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, that's Okay, that's, this is another person. I've been going to Halloween Horror Nights for 14 years in a row, and the best part is always Bill and Ted's excellent Halloween adventure. Even though through the months leading up to Halloween Horror Nights, I wonder if a particular event will end up in that year's show. So they're they're very excited about it. They're nervous. Uh, Yes, it includes foul language, scantily clad women and men, (laughs) pyrotechnics, etc. But the main theme remains to be the same. Be excellent to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. They say that. (laughs) Definitely the straight writers, the Bill and Ted show, Uh, are being excellent to gay people. (laughs) Uh, And then there's somebody who goes on and on about all, like, my husband organizes a Halloween Horror Night trip every year for his office. And I want to let you know that that's a loss of $3,000 if we don't mm. go to Horror Nights this Whoa. year. Whoa. However, will they make thing. that back? back. Yeah, board, board it up. <laughs> yeah. Horror Nights is board also, up. what is that state. fucking office? <laughs> what is... But the fa- yeah. I, everyone should go on the Facebook. They just say 69 and you'll get in. Um, and then I don't want to start any shit with his Facebook page, though. I'm like... Uh... I don't oh, want you don't anybody, want to get on their uh, bad side? Yeah, We're yeah, going to yeah. get swatted. We, I think it would be funny <laughs> if we started a feud with the Save Bill and Ted Facebook group. <laughs> That's all you, we, my man. 
All right, fine. We uh, had we had a weird interaction with some Bill oh, and yes, Ted fans. Please oh, tell yeah. Story. Yes. Yeah. The so yeah, we were doing this show making fun of the Bill and Ted show at UCB for a, a few years and uh one year I think I just wrote the description of the show in like a just like I didn't spend any time. I was just like the the Universal Studio show was bad and we're doing it now. <laughs> uh I guess a bunch of them saw a bunch of uh actors and dancers and a pyrotechnic guy uh from the Hollywood show saw it and were commenting and just being like this uh you guys are being rude and mean we all worked hard on the show until in the, like the facebook event for the oh, uh wow. for, for the show, our ucb uh, show yeah well i don't think if they're going to be mad just about that two minute section they're going to be very displeased with the entire episode that we've just done <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah we're yeah, in yeah. trouble uh, <laughs> i was gonna say like, that's not <laughs> no matter what um i was fine with them ripping the show apart until those two minutes where they went on our page i just yeah. hope that that the in general that the take that's out there as the writer from vice says she was not trying to end this certainly if people want it to come back talk to universal studios who also years later ended it in orlando by the way it has had its final year uh in orlando but like I just hope that no one is, like, viewing this issue as, like, oh, yeah, well, people got butt hurt. Now we can't have our fun show anymore. Because that's not what happened. No one said there was not some protest take the show down. If Had they eliminated the offensive gay material, we could have – this sure. could have kept going. Like, no one's I would mad also... that they're doing a Bill and Ted show in general. Yeah, I, I want it to go... continue forever. Yeah, actually, yeah. yes, and you guys were trying to make it keep going. <laughs> yeah, um, I would also argue they could have ignored the article and kept doing the gay stuff, and no one would have had a sentence. No one would have cared. Yeah, yeah no one. Everyone, the audience was would have been delighted, and people might have gone to, to see it because of the article. That probably yeah, would have like helped Real the numbers. Funny. Well, I yeah. want to go see Superman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what people. The um, I I do want to talk about the final year and why they stopped doing it. So oh, I don't know this. Actually. Uh. uh well, I don't definitively know why, but it's just an observation. Uh, in Orlando, this would take place in a giant outdoor stage, covered stage, that for many years was a Wild West stunt show, which was fun. Like, that show was fun. It'd be cowboys shooting at each other, and the flat the set would fall down at some point. Eventually, it became Fear Factor Live and remained Fear Factor Live well after Fear Factor's popularity mm-hmm. waned. Yeah. Uh, but it would be used for this Bill and Ted show. It is such a huge plot of real estate and in one of the most valuable theme park locations in the world. Like, mm-hmm. it is crazy how this just takes up, like, a corner of the park, this giant amphitheater. Yeah. It's right next to Diagon Alley. Uh-huh. A perfect expansion area potentially for Harry Potter or anything yeah. else. There's mm-hmm. been a lot of speculation of, like, oh, a Ministry of Magic battle ride. Like in in it's they have this giant thing there that can of a, a, a Harry Potter a Harry Potterhead uh, <laughs> hot box yeah, experience it, yeah <laughs> oh man that would rule at least a Halloween <laughs> overlay of Harry Potterhead oh yeah yeah, yeah sure that oh be that'd be good mm-hmm. I kind of yeah. like that honestly <laughs> yeah but like but, it it seems crazy to me that this not only that this lasted for twenty six years but that like it takes up so much yeah of this park hmm. uh, Fear Factor also what a strange. That'll yeah. be if when we get when we get around to the Fear Factor live episode. That will I saw all be it a couple dragon. times, and it was never fun. Like uh-huh. it was very unnerving. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I I do want to talk about what the last year's one was because oh, this please. was like the peak. This was like accelerationism writ large. So <laughs> it starts with Sean Spicer 
But not just any Sean Spicer. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy Spicer. on the rolling no, podium Sean Spicer. No. Literally oh, from second one is doing a joke from a from popular television show. Yeah. From a TV show. show. Yeah. But NBC Universal Property. Yeah. Owned. Mm-hmm, so uh, she scolds the audience that it, this is a joke, damn it, and leave if you're going to get butt hurt. The word I just yeah, the said. The word you just used, which, again, it's just a virus that has infected our language, like a phrase used by just the worst people. It's a super uh, condescending uh, term. Extremely. Yes. You get yeah. Uh, and the audience cheers at that line. Mm. It's cheers. Uh, and then she mentions her phrase, John, friends Jon Snow and Dar- Dan- Daenerys. What is it from Game of Thrones? Yeah. Um, sexy ladies dance. Um... <laughs> Show opens Recounting with, the minutes. <laughs> uh, what's that? The guy's even hotter. I don't even understand what I wrote. Um, uh, sexy is it, is it about the dance. dress? The color of the dress? <laughs> yeah. There wasn't. I don't think there was uh, the dress in it. Okay. So some sexy ladies dance to most of Pour Some Sugar on Me. <laughs> I looked it up in 2017. That song was 30 years old. <laughs> Uh, Bill and Ted appear to rock music. Then Death shows up. That is a reference to Bill and Ted. Oh, no, mm-hmm. finally, just yeah. yeah. But who is it really? It is Death. It's it just is. De- it yeah. is just yeah. Death the whole time. This is the most shocking reveal of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of them says that the Fear Factor stage is a shithole, oh. which I thought was pretty funny. Um, De- Death is there to drag Bill and Ted to hell unless he can prove pop culture is worth redeeming. <laughs> and uh, then someone says, the twerk fest is officially open. <laughs> and then someone says, hey, boss baby. <laughs> and then someone says, Sean Spicer. And it's Spicer again, but he's wearing a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why would that uh, be? The twerk fest. Uh, see, yeah, he says, we've got gender neutral outdoor poop stations. Mm. You need a unicorn frappe or unicorn fettuccine Alfredo. Like, it's just. <laughs> oh, they're mad at all that unicorn mm. stuff. Yeah, they're Starbucks mad at the unicorn okay. stuff and gender neutral things. Again, oddly right. Leaning, um, <laughs> the Power Rangers show up from the remake. From oh, the of from the mm-hmm. oh, yes, yeah. Brian Cranston is uh, Lord Zed. No, 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 it's uh, Zordon. 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 Zordon, Zordon. Yeah, yeah. They form a human Zed, centipede. <laughs> and Sean Spicer says, "No ass to mouth, and stop liking it so much." Uh, eight, eight years after Human Centipede, eight, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, like Sharknado, is essentially a joke thing to begin with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got to they got to stick it to uh, eating booty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Oh, there's a reoccurring video segment uh, where like they play rock guitar and then they say like Trump tweets and then their Trump tweets appear on screen. That is nothing. Like that keeps happening, but it's a real non sequitur. They show his real tweets. They're like fake. I think they're they're fake write, yeah. they write silly ones about the show. About oh, so. like oh he like he's being mean about so. yeah yeah okay. Um, Hack Sparrow shows up. Hack Sparrow. Hack Sparrow. Hmm. Uh, he has a USB drive of the live action Lion King, which does not exist yet, and it's just an excuse to play a clip of lions fucking. Uh, Barb from Stranger Things shows up, and then Eleven comes out and does the backpack kid dance. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And someone says, "Yes, Queen, so extra." 
Zach Efron's character from Baywatch shows up. Baywatch. Uh, Justin Bieber shows up and starts speaking in Spanish, and Despacito plays uh, the official song of Universal Studios. <laughs> uh, uh, Dead Mouse is also there DJing and is never acknowledged. Um, uh, uh, then there's a big music break, and that song that plays at the end of one of the Fast and the Furious movies, uh, uh, the fun one plays. Uh, La Bamba plays. The Macarena plays. <laughs> uh, and this is how it went. The final moments of this, the end of a multi-decade franchise, they wrap it up with people dancing the Macarena. <laughs> this is what yes. they're about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they realize they're out of food for some reason, and someone says, bad news, everyone. The only food we have left is 20-year-old Szechuan sauce from McDonald's. A yes, character is now first. holding a big fidget spinner, which is not really acknowledged or used. Mm. Uh, and then Rick shows up and says "Wubba Lubba Dub Dub" and takes the Szechuan sauce. <laughs> uh, Rocket Raccoon shows up uh, and says, "Someone says, hey, check it out, a trash panda." Ted does the I. Oh, Ted says, "I am Ted" a bunch, like I am Groot. Mm. <laughs> Why would Ted uh, say that? That's a perfect example of the weird math. What is it of this? Yeah. Why is that anything? Um. <laughs> Kids illegally vape, vaping their dicks off. I don't even remember what that is. Uh, Moana shows up, and they they don't know her name. They guess every other princess's name. And then she sings a song. She sings, like, to the tune of that the main song from Moana. and But the lyrics are, like, about how these lyrics suck. Oh, and then she says, uh, silly water always getting me wet. Because there's a guy in a suit that looks like water. And the audience goes crazy for the line about getting her wet. Then Getting Moana wet? Yes, that's okay. right. Yes. How old is Moana? Not old enough. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then Wonder Man shows up, which is a man in a Wonder Woman costume. Uh, it's not Wonder Man from the Marvel comics. It is not Wonder. I was hoping it it's was going to be. It's a spoof. Yeah, it's a spoof. Wonder Woman. And then Wonder Woman does show up and kick his ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take that, Wonder Man. <laughs> Take your girl clothes off, Wonder Man. Yeah. How much uh, more is there? It's it's key. It, it's still going. Uh, someone says it's like a sausage factory up in here, and then and then says we have the meats and the Arby's. Mm. <laughs> they get really into commercials in they the Bill really and Ted show. They get really into commercials. There's one with a, a buff like shirtless guy from the Old Spice commercial and the crowd loves it. Um, then Blow, the beautiful ladies of wrestling show up mm. and someone mm. says, woman up, you look like a couple of McGregor's, which causes the audience to lose their minds. <laughs> They so we Connor still McGregor. are in Connor the area McGregor's. of like these women look like men and these men look like women and that's bad. Still at the end of this, mm -hmm. nothing has been learned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then sexy lady, I'll just speed up because it's it just starts to be callbacks <laughs> at a certain point. Uh, sexy lady versions of Bill and Ted show up. African American versions of Bill and Ted show up. Death shows up holding the it balloon. Not really acknowledge the avatar person from a few years prior shows up and complains about how they have sex with their tails again. Uh, and the avatar then, person is that a Navi or is that yes a, a Navi? Okay. Yeah, that is a joke in a few of them that this, the Navi have sex with yeah, their tails. They're, they're right. digging at the the avatar worlds at right. Disney World. Yeah, this they end the, the last four 
uh, Orlando ones with uh, uh, someone from Avatar running in and doing like the broadest performance I've ever seen. They're dressed in an Avatar costume and then they have a Mickey Mouse like cap on. Oh. And they're like, we, they're screaming at the top of their lungs, we have sex with our tails, we have <laughs> sex with our tails. And then they, then they always say, what's the... It's corporate? like uh, Avatar Land coming in 2095. See, now it's, I can get behind that. That's that. a solid joke because it's a good joke because it did take a long time for that. It's like the yeah. one perspective the Bill and Ted show has is that yeah. Avatar yeah. Land yeah. took a long Local time. Theme oh. park politics. Yeah. Here is an upsetting perspective they have. Uh, I believe it's Death says, United Airlines, bring him to me. And a couple heavies come out and like grab a camera as in like what? rough him up, United Airline. Like yikes! <laughs> so, uh, but then it very quickly jumps to someone complaining about how Apple released the iPhone eight and the iPhone ten at the same time. And where's the freaking iPhone nine? Kendall Jenner shows up with a Pepsi. Doctor Evil shows up. Cash Me Outside is referenced, but not the girl is not there. Uh, they have to go back to nineteen ninety one. To just go back to live their lives, and that's that's kind of how it ends. Then they do a curtain call to jump, uh, more sexy dancing, an Ed Sheeran impersonator. <sighs> Death does a little dance with David S. Pumpkins, who is not no. named. Uh, Lady no. Gaga. There's so much more. No, no, that's it. Hurry up. A Lady Gaga. We can't take this anymore. A Lady Gaga impersonator shows up and just does a number. Um. Yeah, and then there's a video. Mo- there's a farewell montage of video stuff from previous we shows. We are the champions, <laughs> <my> <laughs> pretty much. Just taking a victory lap. So <laughs> anyway, I am physically tired after that. Uh, me, me too. David has the uh, the last uh, I final can't straw. Say words final. anymore. I. <laughs> it should have ended with just David S. Pumpkins in a spotlight going. Any questions? <laughs> and that's it. Like, that would have been... He should have been the villain. He's like the Dr. Evil of 2017. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Okay. So this is, oh, this is awful. This is very bad. You guys got to... You, you got to imagine... I mean, it was still going in Florida, but you were imagining for a little while what it would be like had it still been going in Hollywood. I remember... I don't... Like... I don't remember a lot from these shows, even that you were nice enough to have me in them and I had fun being in them. I don't like I don't remember anything from them because there was like a new thing every ten seconds. So <laughs> like, like the accurately like the real universal one. It was your guys' show was such a barrage. I do remember enjoying Betsy Sidaro as uh the Chewbacca mom which in was the mask, real. Which, and yeah. uh, Mike Hanford as Trump's weird doctor <laughs> singing a duet and yeah. finding understanding because they both were in weird photos and got made fun of, <laughs> yeah. so they fall in love. Um, is there anything else you'd like to name check from your own uh, uh, performances? Um, in 2016, we had Donald Trump ask Dirty Grandpa to provide his dirt certificate. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had... Uh, uh, there's one, uh, let me see, uh, Chris Christie, uh, showed up and, or, oh no, it was, a uh, Bill ordered, uh, Postmates and Larry Wilmore was his Postmates driver because his show guy can't, that's like a lazy <laughs> joke they'll do in these shows. I'm like, I do Uber now. So Larry, oh, Larry, Larry Wilmore drops off his food and his food turns out to be the sausage from Sausage Party. And then Chris Christie comes in and eats it. <laughs> Uh, a thing I really liked in 2016, again, this was right before the election, so it, at the time it seemed like a very funny uh, joke uh, uh, to to do, ironically. 
you had audience member. There was a box on stage where audience members could write down suggestions of things they wanted to see in the show. And then when it came time for that moment, they just kept looking through and said all the cards just said lock her up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which was, I mean, that was, that's crazy. There was a presidential election where like on cable news, people were like, not only should this person lose the election, they should go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> Could still happen. Yeah. Trump's going to get bored by, but you know, by 2023 and he's like run out of awful things to do. He'll like, We'll get around to putting Hillary in jail. <laughs> um, yeah, but so that yeah, that's all great. And I, I think what I'm leading to is that I think we all we're a little writers room here. I think we owe the audience uh, a a take on what if God bless God bless God willing it were still going in Orlando. How would the Bill and Ted show be skewering 2018? Thanos is the villain, probably. Yeah, huh? Don't you think? I was gonna pitch Hari Kondabalu as the villain. <laughs> <laughs> and the villain dead Joe is like mad at him. Maybe he teams up with Hannah Gadsby and they're like You guys should fuck up PC I'm, police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> taking our taking a boo away. Yeah. I, I was gonna say that uh uh Pete Davidson is the villain and uh <laughs> they uh he has stolen Bill and Ted's big dick energy. <laughs> and they, I have, uh, you know what? I had an idea, but I think it could combine with yours, which is there's a reveal, like there's a, there's a shadow. He comes out in a smoke machine. There's no, like you can't see his face. And Bill and Ted are like, oh no, Slender Man. But then he comes into the light and it's Pete Davidson. <laughs> oh, that's great. And I, and I had another further thought because of course, Bill and Ted Hallmark, you have to incorporate characters from films that are intended to be funny so he so he sees the back of the head of a girl with a ponytail and he's like oh sweet ariana come here baby and he grabs her and starts to make out with her but it's a puppet from the happy time murder <laughs> <laughs> um i i wrote i thought i was worried this would be too dark but then when i found out they did the quarry monteith the same year it happened mm -hmm. uh zombie john mccain does the backpack <laughs> <laughs> and his arms snap off at yeah. the end <laughs> oh. uh i uh... I had, I think I, I wanted Thanos because I thought there would be an opportunity for like to have somebody come out and maybe you know this might be a little too inappropriate, but you have Rose McGowan come out and start talking about the Me Too movement, and then Thanos just snaps his fingers uh. and she goes away, <laughs> and the audience cheers. And also, and of course, they can think that she is Doctor Evil. <laughs> mm, yeah. That's a good point. I didn't even think that's another layer. Well, we, we, there's oh, yeah. multiple. There's room for multiple villains. This, this, there's, mm -hmm. this, yeah, this, this is a, a yes and situation. A retread of 2004 where they just where there's like eight villains. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you know what? Let's get the, let's get the Terminator in as well. Yeah, yeah get him in there. Yeah. Uh, I just uh, Rupert Murdoch and Mickey Mouse kissing because of the Fox Disney merger. Oh, yes, yes, oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what merger that. really means. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're merging downstairs. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible act out, uh, uh, come out like they're going to help, and then they just start acting out who's afraid of Virginia Woolf scenes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a reference. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this uh, isn't show, the show you would write. you got to think of what the... I know. It, well, we're all... So our brains are all so irony poisoned. Mm, like fair enough. they oh. can think they can see a big shadow or a big shape coming and think that it's the super moon, and then they realize that it's Mrs. Incredible's butt. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that made like two film reviewers horny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those yeah. great reviews. That mm, yes, um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders getting refused service at IHOB, <laughs> and then she sings Zendaya is Michi. <laughs> it's very important. A really crucial thing is that things be ref. You can't just do the recent past of 2018. You have to go back to you know August and things <laughs> that no one remembers already, mm. even though they happened in August. Yeah. This is why I would vote to get... I want multiple Melissa McCarthy's. I want her from Happy Time Murders. <laughs> and I want Life of the Party running around and messing everything up. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're hosting the show at the top. They're, they're getting Melissa McCarthy's. McCarthy's yeah. And Sean Spicer. Yeah. And Sean Spicer, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Hunt dancing to old-time rock and roll. <laughs> great, great, great. Oh, for the long-time yeah. fans. Yeah. Um, Lady Gaga uh, from A Star Is Born, but she's just doing the ah, like just doing that one weird part from a very good uh, like a good song, but the weird part they put in the trailer. Yeah, and then they like they're like get her out of here. Yeah, that's it. I don't. <laughs> I, I was going to say that uh, you could also have. Uh, the Br- Bradley Cooper's character. I've not seen the film yet, but the maybe a, maybe Maine. a runner is that they are trying to. They need to escape from the clutches of uh, of, of Thanos and Hannah Gadsby. <laughs> uh, so because he they are trying to get signed by Bradley Cooper so that their star can be born. Like they're trying to get Wild Stallions. Oh yeah, the, oh, the star is yeah. born. Treatment. They want they want to be on Jackson Maine's label. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. sure do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just realizing this. How about instead, and there's like a misdirect with the Fox-Disney thing that um, Disney does it. It gets outbid to buy Fox, and Fox is bought by the crazy rich Asians. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Pretty good. That's good. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know I, that I trust the creative team of Bill and Ted to touch the crazy rich Asians. They, like, no. I am Wouldn't concerned snow? that will they, be problematic immediately. No, I think they they have the right take. I'm sure they have the right oh, touch sure. to make that. I've really got an idea that is as is totally non problematic, which is that um, the you know they need to. Bill and Ted need to make some escape. They're trying to get into their phone booth, perhaps to go get to Bradley Cooper, but they can't because the pathway is blocked by the four older women of book club who, <laughs> who are demanding to suck their dicks. They, oh, yeah. And they won't get out of the way. until, And they're like, oh, older, gross. Get them out of here. Just, Maybe they start to do it, and then uh, and then they turn. They're like, the blocker's parents, what are you doing here? <laughs> and the blocker's parents stop them. Uh, uh, along those lines, they just have a line uh, that Bill and Ted would say in unison. The players from game night. <laughs> <laughs> the players from game night, the blockers from blockers, and uh, the players from tag. <laughs> the taggers the from tag. Um, actually, the blockers being like, them also being like PC police, like trying to stop every sex scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. then they come the around at the end. They and then come they're around the, at the end of Bill and Ted. And then they all have sex with each other. Or with yeah. the tag guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the yes, all of the game player, all of the errs, all uh, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll get in, get into a big dog pile. Yeah, um, and uh, uh, you got to get Big Mouth in there because uh, uh, you always need a character that like is good, like it's the thing that people do like. So yeah. um, that was an alt idea I had is that also the the 
uh, speaking about being blocked from maybe the maybe Big Mouth gets a big embarrassing boner and it's too big for Bill and Ted to get into their uh, time machine. They have to wait for it to diffuse, but he's he's so horny that uh, it won't go away. Hmm. Uh, the Infinity Stones are stolen from Thanos' gauntlet by Ocean's 8. Ooh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, oh, cookout, is it cookout Kathy? Is that her name? The woman who called the police on people grilling oh, in San yes, Francisco yes. is yeah. just tr- constantly calling the police throughout the show and crying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. They. <laughs> and then, and then I think maybe the victory at the end. Maybe they're too late to get signed by Jackson. Jackson Maine. Jackson, Jackson Maine. Well, or he may have just passed by that, as as all star is boards. Uh, I still don't know. Maybe. I don't know you, what happens in Stars Born. Don't tell Jason? me. Yeah, what? It's the you first one. We're young. But we're young. Star is born. The Jason? first one was from 1937. The they all fought. I don't know. No one's seen it. You <laughs> just told us too. You spoiled us. I'm gonna have to put a tag on this. I now. actually don't know what. Okay. Happened. I've never seen you. Oh. Actually, you haven't I'll seen the 30 Stars Born. They made so many of them. Fine. I don't know the 30s film. Uh, uh, oh, I got one more. It ends <laughs> sure. happily. Never mind. Yeah, the, he signs them. Oh, I, no, I and was then he goes home at a reasonable a... hour. <laughs> I was. Uh, my idea was that there's like some distort. They get in the they get in the machine, but they end up. They were just trying to travel in space. They end up traveling in time instead. And like, how do we end up here? We're back in 1983. We missed it. Now we can't get signed. But. A cool dude named Brett Kavanaugh rolls around and says, Bill and Ted, you guys would be perfect new members of my squad. Hey, meet Squee and Tobin. And then they, and then they party Jesus. all night long. And then Brett Kavanaugh gets the Venom symbiote. symbiote. <laughs> uh, you got Dennis Miller. He's going to write an article for Babe.net. But he's like, guys, I need four weeks to do it. <laughs> Man, that is a wow. deep call. <laughs> wow. I don't even get it. Did they ever? He, Dennis did... Miller said he was going to take four weeks to say his comments on uh, Michelle, uh, Michelle uh, right. the White House course. Remember from nine months ago? <laughs> the the world that. moves very fast. Nine years and ago? And it's constantly... 15 things happen a day. Yeah. The world is moving too fast, and it's always bad. So that's yeah. where... It's we... why we need this Bill and Ted show to summarize the year, to give us perspective... Yeah, because the incredible pace of the news cycle, how do we even know what the year was? And now that Bill and Ted's gone, there's no way of knowing. <laughs> the, the ideas that we just threw out, and that was probably, what, five, seven, ten minutes, that makes up about a minute and a half of the show. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, like, so to fast. Do that for... <laughs> We need 50 times those ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You need like 200 writers minimum on these shows just to generate the pure volume. The Um, Bill and Ted show is very much like those like spam pop-up ads of like, you're not going to last five minutes playing this game. Five minutes playing this this horny game. Um, well, you know, I would like to say, as with many things, if you're, I think we just proved our ability right as writer as bill and ted i think we proved that we could write in bill and ted's voice mm-hmm. so universal if you want to bring back this show as the facebook group wants we want this too we just mm-hmm. want a, like a little bit of an adjustment and i think we're the guys to do it so universal you know where we are uh or if at- you want to switch it to jay and silent bob yeah we're yeah, into that too. The, the mystery yeah. men 
Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now is the time to do the Mystery Men uh-huh. Halloween spook to spook. And the, the show the... takes place in the house with the clock in the walls. <laughs> <laughs> clocks in the walls? I don't know how many clocks are in those walls. <laughs> um, all right. I think with that, uh, Nick and Brad, you've survived podcast The Ride. Thank you for uh, lending your, your expertise and... Mm-hmm. Uh, for uh, pummeling us. Thank you for having us. Uh, it, it truly is. Uh, um, but, and you know what? Here's a little thing. Here's a little side for Mike and Jason. We haven't had a guest on in a second. And since the last time we had a guest on, I realized we should not merely ask if they have anything to plug. We should allow our guests the opportunity to exit through the gift shop. Oh. That's a little theme parkification right. that's been sitting right there that we haven't done. <laughs> So now for the first time, let me say, <laughs> Brad and Nick, would you like to exit through the gift shop? Is there anything uh, you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can check out our show, TweenFest, at facebook.com slash TweenFest. It's also on YouTube. Uh, um, yeah, please it, do. I, I, yeah, Scott, I directed Scott it, and I helped, it. I helped these guys write it, and it's, it's, it's so much fun, like in a good way, packed with jokes and references. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, there's so like much it. stuff going on. It's like a little movie in eight episodes. It's so much fun, and... Uh, yeah, as I said, John Michael Higgins and uh, Joey King, who we got to work with before. She's, yeah, like, she's really enjoying a wave yeah. right now from the kissing booth and other stuff. And if you people on the show probably know Drew Tarver and people and guests, uh, Mike Mitchell and Nick Mundy and Dave Ferguson have all been on this show. are all really funny in it. And uh, yeah, yeah, check out Tween Fest. Yeah, check that out. And if you wanna if you wanna watch our Bill and Ted uh, show from last year, we can message us or whatever. On yeah, twi- yeah, on Twitter, and we'll send you a private oh, link to it. Uh-huh. That we yeah, the the two of us along with uh, Joe Quazal and Chris Stevens uh, are buddies that we uh wrote it with we wrote it uh yeah. it's all bad references what are you guys' uh handles on twitter uh, i'm at bradford evans um at nick sorelli and you're both very funny on there as well oh, yeah, oh, thank you. hey and you guys do a monthly show at ucb called atlantic city that is a is a blast i just did it in a really good time always fantastic people on it you guys write great stuff every month and uh so yeah listeners if you're in la or if you stop by la want to see a good ucb show atlantic city Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's second Thursday of the month at 8 at UCB Franklin. Yeah, come check it out. Hey, wonderful. Um, gentlemen, let, uh, let's exit through our own gift shop. Sure. Uh, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PodcastTheRide. Email us at PodcastTheRide at gmail.com. So, uh, pledge to our Patreon, uh, which you can find a link oh, it's, in it's this up episode. By it's now. up by now. We're taking the, the Bill and Ted phone booth to the future when this comes out. <laughs> yeah. And yes, the pay. Oh my God. This is the first yeah. time we've done this. Uh, and if you, you pledge right now, you can get access to our Disney Quest episode, which we won't spoil anything for, but uh, very funny. We've had two exhausting experiences <laughs> lately. Yeah. Uh, I feel I feel wiped by these last couple we've recorded. And uh, so if you want that feeling somehow as a listener. But it, it <laughs> is a lot of fun. And it, uh, an oft-request episode, uh, the Disney Disney uh, Quest. Yeah. People yeah. have asked for that. So. That's, a, that's, that's up and about. And then, like, uh, tell us stuff you want to see happen on the Patreon. Send us mailbag questions and stuff at uh, podcastthread Gmail. And uh, that'll do. And that wraps up. We are no next time you see us, we will be podcast the ride once more. Uh, Hauntcast the fright will uh, head back into the grave for another year. But we'll 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 see you next October. We'll be back to normal next week. Bye bye. Forever dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by 